Hey, hey, welcome, welcome, welcome to the conversation, episode 138, Uncensored Minds Reloaded. It's your girl, Ish. You know Nell's going to join us in a second. And as per usual, our boy T will be hopping on shortly after that. But I am so ready for this conversation tonight. We have a dope-ass show lined up for you, as usual. Shout out to all the members, all the faithful viewers in the chat. If there are any new viewers with us tonight, we welcome you. Um, make sure to say something in the chat so we can see who all is here so that you can be a part of the family and a part of the conversation. Make sure to share the video if you haven't done so already. And if you have done so, thank you, thank you, thank you. Make sure you slap those like buttons, those thumbs up buttons. So this way we can send the algorithms into a frenzy. If you don't have your water or your wine, make sure that you go and grab that so that you can have something um, to sip on while we get into this conversation. I hope everybody's bellies are full and that you're ready for a good show because I sure am. Now, where you at? Well, why, hey, Brenda, how's it going? Tara, Lady B, Diana, Juanita, I see you ladies all in the chat. Shout out to everybody. It's been great, great weather. We've had some storms um, along the East Coast. So if you've been dealing with those storms and stuff, make sure to, you know, just keep an eye on that. And I hope that everyone has had an amazing weekend thus far. It is the holiday and everybody is doing those festivities. So you know how that goes. I'm just waiting to see um, who's cooking on that grill. Mr. Nell, you cooking? You on mute now. Hell yeah, I'm cooking. I don't even need a grill to cook because I'm <laughs> so heated. We're going to get into that a little later. But shout outs to everybody. Welcome to episode 138. Um we got a great show for you tonight. As you all know, um, the title of this, uh, of this conversation are, are you independent? So we're going to have a number of discussions wrapped around independence, our freedoms, um, a lack thereof, if you're not. Um, and hopefully everybody is having a great week and a great holiday weekend as well. Mine ain't starting off too well, but I got life and love. So that's all that matters. We're going to get right into it, right into it. Don't forget, like and share, comment tonight. Um, hit the like, subscribe bell if you haven't already. You know, let's turn Uncensored Minds Reloaded up. Take this to a whole nother level. And let's get it popping. Jump right into the icebreaker question of the day. What does the 4th of July mean to you? What's your plans? Well, we all know that the Independence Day is, you know, nationally known for us becoming independent and standing on our own um, as the United States and being free and having our freedoms and liberties, just as you mentioned a little bit ago. So that is um, the foundation of the day. So, I mean, you know, that's what it means to me, even though, you know, um, us Black folk still have a long way to go in regards to certain things within the United States, but um, we are still here. We still are able to partake in those freedoms um, and liberties um, and all of that good stuff. But as far as my plans, you know, 
I'm real chill. I'm real laid back. Like, that's just me all the time. I don't need to be anywhere but in the comforts of my own space with my own peace. But I might step out a little bit um, here and there over the weekend and, and just kind of, you know, mingle with family and, and friends and stuff. Maybe get a, a plate or two or three or five. What's up? What you now? What you got going on? Well, you already know this typically is my um, vacation week um, culminates into me finishing up vacation, celebrating my birthday. Um, I was supposed to be going on a nice grand vacation. Um, but the weather and the airlines are not permitting at this moment. Um, unfortunately, bad storms in the area have caused a lot of flights to be delayed or grounded. Um, and then where I was traveling to, or supposed to be traveling to, was a long distance and it just wasn't just getting on another flight. It, it required me to get on other flights to take that, 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 so, you know, it is what it is. We'll figure it out. We'll make it happen and we'll, you know, we'll get there. I guess this was, it was God's plan to just say now chill for the chill, sit back, relax. We'll figure it out. Now's not the time or whatever the case may be. So I'm here. <laughs> well, we're happy to have you here now. I mean, you know. Even though you would have been, um, you know, hopping on and you would have been in somewhere, you know, far away. Yeah. So, the, you know, the, just to give her, no, nah, I ain't going to tell him yet. Fuck it. We're going to keep that business to the business to the business. You know what I mean? But typically what I like to do on the fourth, if I was home, um, just chill. You know what I mean? Just yeah. chill. The opportunity to sit back, relax and chill. Um, eat a little hot dog a little bit. Make sure it's burnt. Got to get a burnt hot dog. Do not give me nothing undercooked. You got to have a couple burn marks on it, and that's good for me. Um, and, and, and I'm a chill. You know what I mean? I fall back. I don't do too much. Yeah, yeah. That's the best way to do it. Mm -hmm. Kind of be on ice and kind of chill out, you know? Absolutely. Get to the paper. What you guys doing out there in the chat? What you guys got going on? Any barbecues, parties, anything good going on? Everybody is taking it, taking it easy and chill. yeah. Um, you know what I mean. But, yeah. uh, what I will say though to everybody out there, whatever you do, whatever you decide to do, be safe. You know, and reiterate those, reiterate those um, sentiments to your family as well. Be safe. Um, just when you, you know, it's crazy. Just on the news last night, I seen something that happened in Baltimore where it was a barbecue, a large barbecue, and two people were killed, 28 were were injured. You know, um, our condolences go out to all the victims that, you know, of that. But that just goes to show to tell you the times that we live in. Mm -hmm. You got to be careful. You can think you're just going somewhere to have a good time, party, mingle with family and friends, and it can become tragic. So, you know, we shouldn't live our life in fear, but we got to be cautious. So. You know, whatever you do, holiday time, if you're barbecuing, if you're going to go see a fireworks show, you know, whatever it is that you want to do, please make sure that you are vigilant and you're also safe. Mm -hmm. I want to see y'all on the fifth. Y'all nappy. Yeah. I see y'all all come the fifth. So that means be safe out there. Absolutely. And all the nappy heads. Mm -hmm. I know I'm going to get some kind of flag about that later, but. Yeah, I'm fun tonight. Hey. 
All right, so that was the Iceberger question of the day. The fourth, what you going, what's your plans for the fourth? What are you doing? What you going with? What you got going on? So that was our Iceberger question. We're going to jump right into the entertainment quick spin as we always do. And, you know, it's been a lot of entertaining things out there. Mm. You know, the past weeks, the past months, even this year, we only in the second day, the third day. What is this, the third? When it's the second. You was right, the second day. I don't even know where I'm at right now. I'm <laughs> day of july and we already had so much entertainment news and so many things in the in our entertainment world and we're gonna add some more to that the city girls last week's bet awards was ratchet and fun they said one of the best bet awards in a very long time shout out to tyler perry they said for unlocking the unlocking the vault and letting all the motherfucking ratchets out <laughs> yes um, um jt are the city girls and Lil Uzi Vert, if you don't know, are currently dating, have been dating for some years now. And she threw a phone at his head. <laughs> what you feel about that? I hate to see it sometimes. Like, you know, I know that sometimes it could be just a heated on moments and, you know, shit just happened and, you know, arguments get heated and words get exchanged and boom, you know, you kind of things kind of happen. You just fly off the handle. But I just hate the fact, um, you know, that it had to happen because there's always somebody with a camera. There's always somebody watching. There's always somebody waiting for these type of situations to go down so they can get clickbait, so they could just talk shit or just do whatever. And this was one of them, those moments, you know, JT's emotions just was overcome. You know, she's calling him a groupie. She's cracking him side his head a couple of times with the cell phone. And, you know, it's just like, ugh. Damn, Leslie. And we all know that is Lil Uzi's other name, Leslie. Um, why you always got it? No, I'm not going to say why he always got it, because, you know, we don't know the true story. But word is, you know, that he was flirting a little bit with Ice Spice and he had made, um, you know, did some lyrics or whatever when he was up on the stage that kind of referenced Ice Spice. And JT apparently went to the bathroom and he was flirting or doing something and got back to her. And that's how it popped off. She called him a groupie. And that was that. So I don't know. I don't know. I just feel bad that we had to see it. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, it, it, it seems that they settled their differences. They've been out and about this past week. The, the awards was last Sunday. Little Uzi just dropped the album this Friday called The Pink Tape. Um, and during their press run, his press run from Monday to Friday, they were together each and every day. He had an album. He had an album release party or a listening party in the New York area, and she was accompanying him by his side. They left the so I mean the BET Awards together, arm in arm. So it seems like everything is all good on the home front. You know what I mean? So sometimes just take a cell phone upside somebody's head and get, <laughs> to get him right. To get him right. Don't argue. Just throw a cell phone at me. Just throw a cell phone. No need to argue. Cell phone resets the algorithms. So that's how you get. That's how you get back on track. Little cell phone to the head. Boom. Back and we back and forth. We back and forth. There we go. But that's the little Uzi for definitely dropping the um. What they are saying is the first rap album to go number one this year. Typically, we see. Um, typically see always rappers going number one, regardless of who it is, but this is, he will be the first rapper of 2023 to debut with a number one album. 
nice. charts. And also, he's projected to sell at least 250,000 copies the first week. So shout out to Philadelphia's own little Uzi Vert. Um, we support you here in Philly, my brother. Keep doing your thing. Nice. More entertainment news. Brooklyn rappers Casanova sentenced to 15 years in prison, and his girl said she is riding. What you think about that, Is You riding? Your man gets sent for 15 years. You riding? Yeah. I said that I would definitely ride. I said I would definitely be taking into consideration how he moved before he, you know, while he was out here on the street. And, you know, as long as everything was on the up and up, I would be riding solidly, um, you know, keeping the goodies and the treats all locked away um, for those conjugal visits. Yep. Yeah, you know, you know, like, I'm riding. I'm riding as long as we as long as we good and we Gucci. Yeah, I'm good. That's a real one right there. That's a real one. And she says she has real love for him regardless of his situation. Mm-hmm. Sticking by his side for the whole duration of his term, however long that may be. Now, again, we always refer to you as the resident legologist here. What is what does that look like as a 15 year sentence? Does he get to come home? In eight to ten years, or whatever that looks like, how would, what does that legal process look like now after the sentencing has happened? Yeah, so I'm not quite sure. Of course, of I think it's New York, correct? Yes. I'm not quite sure of New York's laws fully, but typically with any state, there is good time, earned time. So there are going to be programs and things that he can do to knock off, um, you know, months of his sentence. Typically, it's eight of the 12 months. Um, so typically, they knock off four months each year, um, which could drop significantly depending. So, you know, typically he should, uh, if his attorney is advising him properly, he should be enrolling in any programs that he can, um, you know, taking uh, responsibility and accountability, uh, of course, for uh, his growth and any crimes that he committed and how he will be a better member of society. And typically they will be giving him those, those reduction in his sentence. So if he just stays out of trouble you know, don't get into no shit, you know, he should be good. And hopefully he'll be out in like 12 or 13 versus, you know, the 15 years. And if he has, I mean, sometimes you can appeal depending on um, the legal basis that he has in his case. You know, there are some appeal things, even pleading guilty and sentencing to kind of reduce. Typically, those are not successful when they go to the higher courts because our Supreme Justices and our Superior Court Justices and stuff, you know, they're they're pretty firm and and most likely will stick. But he he may have some appeal processes going on that we don't know about that could reduce his sentence some as well. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Um. baffle here so when let's let's role play for a minute if my life was to end and they said let's now make a movie about Nell's life what actor would come to my when you think of me, I'm gonna give you four, three choices. <laughs> three choices, holding up one, but I'm giving you three choices. Um, Columbus Short, mm-hmm. Lawrence Lawrence Fishburne, 
Mm-hmm. Mark Wahlberg. Columbus Short. <laughs> and oh, and, and, and have you ever seen the movie True to the Game? Or This Christmas? That is who Columbus Short is. Or even Stomp the Yard. That's Columbus mm-hmm. Short. Mm-hmm. Lawrence Fishburne. Number of great movies. That name is synonymous with greatness. Or Mark Wahlberg. Well, I'm either going to go with Columbus Short or Lawrence Fishburne. Where the going with? Yeah, where Mark Wahlberg? Yeah, Mm, that's going to be a big no. (laughs) So you don't think Mark Wahlberg, a white man, could play Darnell? No, (laughs) gathers. Absolutely not. By life? Nah. So where are we with this each? Where are we going with this? Because I know people are so like some people are just like, huh? Where's uh, what's happening? Right. right, right. Well, if you haven't heard or if you haven't seen, there has been news circulating across the socials in regards to this possibility that it is Tom Hanks is going to actually portray Martin Luther King in a new Netflix film. And um, give an inside look at the historian's life. Now, you may say Tom Hanks is an amazing actor. Um, He has done a lot of pivotal movies and has been a part of our uh, lives for a long time now. But how is it that this white man could play the role of a historian, a black historian such as Martin Luther King? That's what we want to know. If it's true, how is this even, how did this all go down? How did this come about? It's ridiculous. Because, and the reason why I say it's ridiculous, not because Tom Hanks can't do it. Tom Hanks is an amazing actor, as we've seen. With, with some of the movies, Big comes to mind. Philadelphia comes to mind. He won, he won an Oscar for that. He's play, He played a, a role of a gay man who was contracted AIDS. Mm-hmm. He was amazing in that, right? With some other movies that he that we know of Tom Hanks playing, the one that he was on a deserted island with the ball. What was the name of that? Lost? I don't know, but he was great in that movie. Yeah, I forgot the name. What you trying to tell me, Ish? Me now at forty plus years old, that Tom Hanks, one of our great white actors, is going to be playing the role of a black civil rights leader. And we don't have any other black men who can play this role. That's what I was getting ready to say. Nobody else. But this is where I'm trying to, because I really was like looking into this. Like, is this true? Is this not? Is this like a hoax? Is this just to get, you know, things stirred up and people talking and, 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 and beginning the race battle yet once again, which we are, you know, we're doing that shit every other day. Like, you know what I mean? So I just was really was trying to look into it and it's really up in the air to know whether it's true or not. But if it's true, I will say it's going to be a lot of flack. Because there is just there are so many other amazing black actors that could portray this part so well and that could do this Martin Luther King role um, 
Justice. Absolutely. You know who comes to mind for me? Will Smith. Will Smith. I can see Will Smith bodying this role. I can see Will Smith looking and sounding exactly like Martin Luther King. Mm -hmm. You know, and there's other great actors who we can get to play him as well. A Denzel Washington or even Denzel's son, right? Mm -hmm. Or even a a new up-and-comer actor who's been on the scene, been doing his thing here lately. What's his name? Rotimi? Rotami? Or... Rotimi, yep. yeah. I, I can even see him even stepping out there and doing things. So we have a number of different people who can play the role of our civil rights leader, Martin Luther King, other than Tom Hanks. And again, this is, has nothing to do with um, oh, you know, racist, racism or anything like that. It's just the right thing to do. Like, yes, and I've I, I looked into this immensely, did a lot of research. And all the research that I found came to be true, where they had they had um quotes from the producer or the director of the movie, who was Steven Spielberg, who was another one of our legendary um film producers, mm-hmm. um, who tapped Tom Hanks on the shoulder because he's creating this movie and you know felt that Tom Hanks could do an amazing job with this, and I'm sure he can. Right. But I don't think if if they made a movie about Donald Trump, I don't think that it's going to be 20 black men that's signing up to play that role. Facts. Facts. I'm not quite sure where, where that logic even came from. Um, You know, no matter how much makeup, no matter how much, you know, spirit he might have or love he might even have for Martin Luther King himself. I just don't feel. I could do it. No, you can do it. Absolutely. I mean, absolutely. Sign me up. Sign you up. I have a dream that one day this <laughs> nation will rise up. See, mm-hmm. see I, what are we talking about? See, I don't have me start quoting that. I love it. I don't love have it. me start to go into the, have me start to, whew. Right. I have a dream. I have a dream. I have a dream. <laughs> um, Helen asks us, what is the name? We're going to Google this. What is the name? Each, can you Google this for me while we um while we tackle this? What is the name? What is the man's name that played him some? Because he did a he did a great job as well. And he looked just like um Dr. King. Wow. Oh, yeah. Looked- oh yeah. Yep. What is his name? Okay, let's see. Um some. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm sorry, y'all. So that's why David Oyelowo. That man, huh? Mm hmm. David Oyelowo. Oyelowo, huh? He would be. Mm hmm. God forgive me. He would be great for that role. Right, absolutely. Absolutely. And I don't know why. I mean, that happens a lot, too, when we see renditions of uh, movies that are playing actors, you know, whether it be Biggie or whether it be, you know, uh, Whitney Houston or whatever. They should just always, I feel like, kind of 
whatever actor or actress plays that person and they do it well and they portray them well to kind of just go with the flow and kind of stick with them and use them in other projects because then it just kind of sets a standard across the board. You know what I mean? When they kind of switch it up, it just seems, I don't know. They could have just, they could have picked him. Like you said, he did it already. He, he studied it. He studied him. Call me. I'm available. Shit. I could do this. I have a dream that one day, even the state of Mississippi, a, a state sweltering with heat of injustice, sweltering with the heat of oppression, will be transformed into an oasis of freedom and justice. Thanks. I have a dream that my four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of the skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream today. I have a dream. Where's Steven? Where's Steven at when you need him? Okay. Steven, if you're watching Uncensored Minds Reloaded, I'm available. And get with it. Available. Okay. And get with the program because even, I just but, don't think Tom Hanks is the program. Okay. Even with in mind the guy who played the boxer in Creed 3. Oh, uh, Jonathan Majors? Jonathan Majors. Jonathan Majors. Strong in stature. Mm-hmm. He's strong and powerful. Mm-hmm. He is one of our black leading actors. Mm-hmm. Whatever is out there, the man can act. Right. Right. Facts. They could do a whole lot better with the casting. I don't know. Is Tom Hanks paying for this? And this is why it's like, oh, I'm going to pay out of my pocket. So I'm going to be the one. To, to portray this this role. Like, I don't know what it is, but they got to recast. They got to do something if it's, if it's true. Um, yeah, they need to do something. So that's our entertainment quick spin right there. You know what I mean? Everybody, um, if you see anything in the, in the, in, um, the entertainment world and you want to shoot it over to us, shoot it over to us. Quick recap on a story that we talked about last week in detail with the 17-year-old boy and his mother. Justice prevailed justice prevailed and if you don't know what we're talking about the mother and the 17 year old boy who was accused of murder all charges were dropped the prosecutor or the prosecution team of chicago decided not to further the charges against those two because they said it was an act of self-defense a little brief background on the young 17-year-old um, young man who um, we spoke about. He was an honor student. This young man has um, a GPA of 3.9. He wasn't one of them, one of those menace societies. The brother had a brain, and his brain told him to protect his mother, as I so, as I so truly told y'all last week I would do the same. Um, we don't condone violence, but we do. Con- but we do practice um, taking care of our women and protecting them at all costs. So, justice was served. Each any more any more um, on that as far as um, the legal system is concerned and why um, in that. Yeah. So, you know, obviously from state to state, the laws are very different. You know, it could very well have been different here in Philadelphia or whatever the case may be. Thank you, Helen. 14. 14. 
Yes, not 17. He was 14. Right. Thank he you. was 14. Thank mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. But I am glad that, you know, it was a clear cut case of um, self-defense for them. And, you know, last week I basically just stated, like, let us just love. Let us not be placed in these positions where we have to use uh, violence to solve issues and somebody's life is lost. And, and yes, that, that man might have, you know, done some things and placed his hands on her or, you know, cursed her or whatever the case may be. Um, but I think that we all just need to find love and peace so that we don't have to do these things to defend ourselves, to place our loved ones and our children in, in possible harm's way or, or our lives be snatched from us. Um, and, you know, and somebody else's lives is lost in the in, in the process and, and, you know, trying to save your own life. So, you know, I am glad that it worked out well for her and her son. I know there has been a lot of people that have been, um, you know, hopping uh, to, you know, their their defense and to their um, like a lot of social media and a lot of uh famous people, personalities, et cetera, that have been, you know, offering some great and amazing things. So I am glad that this is, you know, not one of those things, um, you know, that turned out the other way, but, you know, in this positive way. So shout out to them. One more question. What I want you to stay there one more, um, one more again in regards to this. So after the charges were dropped, we mm -hmm. think she actually went forth with her own lawsuit mm -hmm. against mm -hmm. the, the, I guess it was the city of um, Chicago mm -hmm. um, in regards to to that. What do you yeah. think about that? Do you think she leave well enough alone or do you think she has a, a legal leg to stand on? Well, I mean, I, we also have to remember that the media only gives us bits and pieces of the story and we don't know all that has happened and has taken place. Um, we don't know that, you know, when she was arrested, if she was verbally assaulted or her or her son was physically assaulted, you know, at this point in time, we don't know what the allegations of the civil suits is. Um, typically, you know, the police department has a body, they have a dead body, you know what I mean? And it is up to them um, to try to unravel and figure it out. And it seems like once they did that, they then dropped the charges. But in the midst of that, obviously, there were some things that were done or mishandled. Um, and, you know, she's going to proceed forward with it. I don't know how strong her grounds would be um, based on not really knowing facts. But if an attorney picked it up, um, then nine times out of 10, um, you know, where she may in fact be able to gain some financial, um, you know, reparations for, for this situation, whatever was done that we may not know about, you know, cause just arresting her, um, and char and, and possibly charging her with that and then dismissing it, you know, maybe she can go on those grounds. Well, I was charged before the investigation was done. You know what I mean? Um, and that could be in fact what she's moving out on. So, you know, hopefully, I'm sure it's a pretty pretty good case because I don't think many people would have picked it up if it wasn't. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Um, so, again, um, shout out to everybody involved in that case. Um, it's, got, it's, so, it's gotten so much um, 
attention, social media attention, and legal attention as well. Um, it, it seems like the the wheels of justice have turned in the right direction in regards to this family here. Um, we pray that this family seeks some type of help, you know, because I'm sure that, you know, um, pulling the trigger and taking a life isn't an easy thing to do at 14 years old. So um, our prayers go out to, to the to the young 14-year-old boy um, as he navigates through life with this on his conscience and in his spirit and just hope that he continues on the right path. Um, I'm sure he will be. He's, you know, he has a great support system behind him. His mother is very, very um, supportive and also protective over that, which all mothers typically are. Um, so we just were helped that it works out in the right way. So we it's now time. Thank you for um, allowing us to entertain you during that entertainment quick spin. As we said before, um, get your please like and share the video. This is episode 138, Are You Independent? And we're going to talk about a lot of independent things um, within the next two of our topics. Um, don't forget to like and share the video. And also, Uncensored Minds merch is available. And this is one of the new merch and dicing things that will be coming forth from the TellerMade Entertainment family. Make it make sense. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. As you can see, I'm smiling from ear to ear. Make it make sense. We'll be premiering this July 8th, which happens to be my birthday. Um, shot shooting the first episode um, this coming week. Actually, tomorrow um, with our very own, one of, one of our very own, still a part of our family, Miss um, Karen D. Nil, who will get down and dirty with KD. We'll be on the move. We'll be making, you know what I mean? We'll be, we'll be booking and busying. You know, what I mean, our time together. So, aren't also earning them coins. So, make it make sense. It's premiering July eighth um, for everybody's view and pleasure. Thank y'all for being um, supportive yeah. and, and ready for that. And this is some new merch that's coming your way. Ish always is um, flexing the uncensored minds merch, which she has on the dress. If y'all remember from my one hundredth episode, the you know we had two beautiful ladies um, on on the, on the show. That had that was killing it in those uncensored mind dresses. And we've seen individuals like you know Tina Renee and a few other people um post pictures on our uncensored minds family page um and their dress. So uncensored minds merch is always available. Um we rocking and rolling. Let's get right into it, Ish. Um this question, this question, um I had to make sense of it myself. Why don't we teach our kids financial literacy before making them get a job, right? And I pose this question to the group um, beginning of this week um, because this is now the time when we start to send our children when they get out of school um, to summer jobs. But before we have helped them fill out their working papers, are we helping them to understand what financial literacy looks like? Um, being in the financial sector um, before as a, as a personal banker, as a financial advisor for Wells Fargo for 18 years, that was some of my credentials. Also now working in, you know, financing um, in, in the automobile industry, um, financing, finances are very important, right? That is one of the lifelines to, to life, to sustainability, right? We all know credit. We all know making sure that our credit actually is in tip-top tape shape 
more than our monetary money is, right? Um, credit gets you more in a sense than that paper dollar bill. You being a mother, what's your take on it? Yeah, I think I think it's easy, um, you know, just as a mother or just as a grandmother or an aunt or a father or whatever the case may be, the first instinct is to teach independence, right? That's the first human instinct to say, hey, listen, you know, you're going to get a job because you're going to learn, um, you know what I mean, independence. You're going to learn responsibility. You're going to learn to get up on time. You're going to learn to appear to work on time. You're going to learn to work a shift. You know what I mean? You're going to learn to follow direction and instruction. You're going to learn to work well with others. You're going to, you know what I mean? And the list goes on. That's that's the first thing that we probably think about when we want our kids to get jobs is to to learn responsibility. Um, but I think what's problematic in that is with that comes the paycheck and comes the money. Um, and in in retrospect, I feel it's important that you should also speak or teach simultaneously with responsibility of having a job and working and learning all of those other things on how to manage your money, how to budget your money, how to save, you know what I mean? How to, um, you know, how to, if you are going to spend, how to spend it wisely. Because learning those things at a young age, we could have responsibility, but if we don't have financial literacy, then all of that is going to be out of the door. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I get that. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and I'm going to play, I'm going to play devil's advocate a lot on this one tonight. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I get that. But how are we teaching them the importance of saving money, earning, learning how to, once the money is made, where that money should be directed and how it should be directed instead of, oh, go get a job so you can then go out and buy these sneakers that you want. Because are we really sitting our kids down today and telling them the importance of what a rainy day looks like? Or are we just saying, go get a job so you can stay out of my pocket yeah, right. or so you could be a little bit more independent instead of asking me for something. Mm -hmm. But then, too, we talked about this in detail on the show of how how um, emotional intelligence isn't learned. Also, that portion of that financial intelligence seeps into the emotional intelligence arena because you as a woman could say you work too much. Mm -hmm. You don't pay me enough attention. But again, it's been drilled in our head ever since we've been 13, 14 years old to go get a job because it's important. How do we then decipher that from that? Do you see where I'm going? Yeah, we're, I do. We're taught from a young age to go get it. Go work, go hustle, go do what you need to do to take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. But then we come, but then when we get into our big age and we get into relationships, the very things that were told to us, we're then told, slow down, stop, yeah. you're doing yeah. too much. To do the opposite. So where's the balance? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? Because we can, it's, it's more than just telling a person about how to write a check, how to balance your checkbook, how to, how to maintain you know your credit is more than that when it be, when it, when it comes to 
to, to, to sitting our, 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 our kids down and teaching them the importance of finances and, and, the, and the literacies that go with that. Because mm-hmm. then we have to also teach them too what the emotional what, what the emotional side of that looks like when you don't mm-hmm. or the lack thereof. So that means you got to go hard and it's going to take away from other areas of your life. Mm-hmm. Thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I guess I guess it it just comes down and it it it, it really all truly comes down onto the decorum of the individual that is teaching okay. and what they're going to teach, honestly. You know what I mean? Because some people, you know, were raised without knowing that, and so they stand firm in teaching that you know what I mean to the generations under them because they didn't learn that and then you have some people who learned that and they don't see the importance of it so I feel like it just really all boils down to the decorum of the person that's doing the teaching and as to how they're going to teach um, the younger generations under them how to move and that's really I think what it boils down to, because we can say, hey, listen, you know, the importance is financial literacy. But to somebody else, that is not important. You know what I mean? It's going to be the responsible, being responsible, being diligent, being all of that. So it just really is, you know, all boils down to who's who's doing the teaching and what they see. Now, this this question is to not just you, but the audience mm-hmm. as well is are we teaching our are we teaching our our boys differently than we're teaching our girls? And are we teaching our girls differently than we're teaching our boys? Because it seems like when the women when 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 women get older, they they may not understand the same concepts that has been instilled in these men, or vice versa. Men mm. may not understand. The, the realities of what that woman needs emotionally versus what she needs financially. And how do we bridge that gap? And where is it toward? So we both can be on the same page. So when we do get to those big ages, we understand both plights. I mean, you know, if you really think about it technically, even though it's taught differently, a boy is taught how to be independent in a different way. And a girl is taught to be independent in a different way. It's still independence. So I feel like they still do intertwine, even though they are vastly different. It's, it's, it's the style of the way we're teaching independence, right? We're teaching our young boys, or we should be anyway, teaching our young boys to be responsible, be accountable, um, be providers, be protectors and things of that nature. And we're also teaching girls the independence of being able to stand on your own too, being able to hold down a household, being able to, you know, manage the bills and, 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 and take care of the children and all of that. So it's just independence that are intertwined with one another, just on different levels. So, you know what I mean? I think ultimately they, they cross paths. You answer one portion of that, and we're going to come back to that. Mm-hmm. But part B of that is typically the households that we see in our culture are one-sided. Can you say? And the one-sidedness comes with the women being the financial and 
overall support of that household. So she's, and, and, and this is not to take away from all the great fathers out there, because we, as we talked about two shows ago, we have them all, but we, let's be realistic, right? Let's, let's talk to the single mother at this moment. So the single mother is raising her children and she's teaching them the intricacies of life. You got to do this. You got to you got to go out here and you got to get it. You got to work hard. You got to get your education. You got to do what you got to do to take care of yourself. Don't let nobody knock you off your square. Be stand, steadfast and firm on your own two feet. Sounds right? Sounds right. So why is it when she gets into a relationship with someone else's son, that concept goes out the window? And she forgets the same thing that she tells her son, who is a few steps away in that room back there, the same things that somebody else's mother told him. I'm gonna let you answer that and, I'm, and I wanna answer the, the, the Mel's version of that. Why we can't seem to understand that or why we have such a hard time figuring it out. You wanna tackle that? I mean, the only thing I can say about that is that, you know, from the standpoint of, say, teaching and being engrossed in, is that, you know, there is that basis of, hey, I'm teaching my child or I'm teaching my nephew or somebody and I'm teaching them how to move and how to operate. But when I am dealing with it in a relationship of my own, it's 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 different for the simple fact that I am in love with this person. I am emotionally attached to this person and I am driving in and in, 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 in moving in that sense alone, not in a teaching mode, but in a loving mode. So that's where the emotions come into play and kind of take over. And the judgment then, again, becomes a little skewed because of that. You know what I mean? Because we're looking at it in a different perception of, of not, not teaching, but I'm loving and engaging. So therefore, I might not see everything that I, will, that I know is true or that I know to be true or how to move. Because I can't see it because I'm emotionally involved and attached. That's the only thing I can say about that. Okay. Um, What's cracking? What up? Oh, but we're in there. <laughs> we're in there tonight. What's up? We're we diving right in. Notice so the name. I don't <laughs> see the profit versus the shit starter. I just see the shit starter. Uh, so. It's strictly shit starter tonight. Um, shit shout out to everybody in the chat. Uh, what's up, Nell? What's up, Ish? Wow. Hey. Let, let, let's get into it, man. Where we at? We in, we at this we at this this teaching our kids the jobs. Y'all both parents, right? Yeah. And we got two different perspectives. We got each being a mother, T being a father, right. and the dynamics of that. And how do we get to a point of, you know, teaching our kids before we send them out there to to fall on their face or to make the same mistakes that we've made? All right, it's always um team fuck them kids. <laughs> so so it the problem is that um i'm gonna say my generation or even the generation after me has uh spoiled these kids and they have uh started that from a young age so they didn't like my kids didn't learn that um you go to the store you might be able to get the change 
their thing was like they going to the store for them. Like they just start off from the gate going to the store for them, you know, having their old buddy or whatever. However, it may play out. Their upbringing is different, so the way that they value money is different. So then, when it gets time for them to either uh, like mid high school or graduate high school, they're not used to, you know, the value of money, or they're not used to working for money, so they don't look at it the same. So now you're trying to cheat somebody something in the knife and like <laughs> you got you got to start this teaching when they're little kids. You, you can't wait till high school and then you want to throw all this at them at one time. So now these kids are confused and they don't think about uh, financial literacy. They think about my parents. <laughs> I'm going to just get it from my parents. That's all. Um, Janine, I, I, I kind of. Um, want to contest this statement. They're spoiled because we spoiled them, right. right? It's not that they're spoiled. We've all, from from the moment that technology became our go-to or our best friend, we've done nothing but shove technology in their face. As our generation, as T talked about, my our generation right here is the last generation that did not have technology right. at its disposal as we were coming up. We had to go outside and play. We had to we had to learn things. We had to learn things holistically instead of just going to a phone and asking Siri to pull it up. Right. Let's stay, so let's so let's stay right there for a second now, because I can remember uh, being a teen and at some point my mom taking me to the bank, you know, to get a bank account or have some kind of way for me to have an account like a, I don't know if it was like a children's account. However, it played out. There was some kind of way where. They took you to the bank to get an account. And these kids today, they got Cash App cards at like 14. 14. I know Cash App cards on six-year-olds. Mm -hmm. so you got little kids that's asking for cell phones at five and six. Oh, yeah, the cell phones. Is, iPhones. Is right? So, and, yeah. and what's on the iPhone? What's on the, what's on the Androids? Cash App. Right. Cash App. Right. I, I, I'm, I Cash App my little... I cashed that my seven-year-old fucking guy. I mean, my nephew the other day. He right. texted me, "Oh, can I get can I get ten dollars?" Right. <laughs> I, I, I cashed at them, so we didn't have that option as kids coming up. We had to go out to libraries and and find out information. If right. we wanted it, we had to go work for it. We understand that, right? But now this this generation that we are raising, that's in front of us is totally different and i don't blame them right because ultimately we are the ones who were who was facilitating this behavior because we just right. want to buy it we can just I, can, can, can i interject real quick um i i don't want to say that i don't blame them i want to just say i i just only want to blame the mothers oh sorry <laughs> <laughs> Well I, was, well, I was going to say, too, also, it's kind of difficult. I wouldn't want to be raising a kid in, 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 in nowadays, honestly, because there is so much to combat with as far as, you know, teaching and raising because you can lay down the groundwork, honestly, and then they can get on social media and it could just be completely unraveled. So, you know, it's just like a lot of, um, you know, things to to have to go against so in regards teaching now. Each, each, the problem is because, you know, um, I'm trying to teach my son now. My son just turned 19. 
But the problem is, I said this a long time ago when he was like eight or nine. I used to tell his mom, don't spoil that boy. He has to learn a certain way. And when you just, you know, give him, give him, give him everything. And you know what the mothers will always say? That's my only baby. I can give him whatever I want to give him. <laughs> and that's, that's how it plays out. Until that's they it. get grown. And then now the they problem. don't have that sense of responsibility. They don't have that sense of earning. They don't yeah. know what that looks like because they never had to fucking do it. Yeah. Yeah. You're absolutely right. I got one. I got one. I got one. And I did the exact same thing. I did that. Um, and, you know, I, I see it, although he still has has what was instilled in him. And he can he can definitely hold his own and maneuver. But it's hard. Right. It's difficult. You know what I mean? Because I did coddle him way too much to make up for, you know, his his father not being around and all of that stuff. And sometimes, you know, we don't see it as a detriment. When we're in right. the midst of it, you know, we right. don't see that going to be problematic later on down the line. You know, we just see, um, you know, us trying to be superwoman and trying to be. Because I, 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 feel like, I feel like y'all get blinded and y'all don't understand the line of balance between he's my son and I want him to have more or have whatever I have mm -hmm. and what he's supposed to have at this age. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. I would agree. Yeah, I would. I would definitely agree with that. And I think it's again, if you take yourself outside of that, like if you pull yourself outside of the situation, you can see clear like you can see like it ain't no storms. It ain't no rain. Ain't no fog. Ain't no nothing. You can see it clearly. But while you're in it. It's really hard to to decipher those type of things and to think. I, I don't. I don't think that it is hard though, Ish. And you know why I don't think that it is hard? Because it's age appropriation. And I th and you know some some things have changed. Like times have changed when it mm -hmm. comes to you know them having cell phones and shit earlier. But age appropriation still stands with. I don't think an eight or nine year old should have like a thousand dollar pair of shoes. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's <laughs> I just don't think that you should. That, look at Nell face. That's facts. That's facts. <laughs> I I don't think I ever owned. Well, yeah, I was gonna say I don't think I ever owned a thousand dollar pair of shoes. So for a kid to own a pair, whew. Ugh. I mean, it, it just all boils down to the priorities. Hey, this is where the contradiction comes at for me because. And I mean, I'm always going. I'm always going to walk on the grounds of if, if, if I got it, they're going to have it too. And that's a wild way of thinking, especially right. when it, when it comes to the well-being of their minds when they get older, because they're always going to look at you as that as that cushion, that blanket to fall back on. Because if I don't got it, they're going to get it from me regardless. But just a couple of comments that that I'm seeing in the con, a couple of um things that I'm seeing in the comments, and when when we talk talk about financial literally literacy. Let's not just boil it down to or mitigate it down to just a bank account because anybody could have a bank account. Right. It's what are you doing with that bank account? What is that bank account doing for you? Right. Right now, interest rates are at an all time is at a maybe a 10 year high. Did you know that as when the Fed raises interest rates, your bank accounts that are that have savings accounts attached to it and or checking accounts that earn interest are receiving monies right you could have a bank account with five dollars in it 
but is that doing you any and is that doing you a, a service or a disservice? Right. right. Other thing, if money is going into your bank account and you're constantly spending and you're not replenishing it, only just only just when you get your check. Hold hold on now, because I want to ask you a question real quick. You said something about um, you know, if if I had a kid, if I got it, my kid would have it too, right? Yes. All right. So my um, you know, my backlash to that is your kid didn't work. Yeah, he didn't work. <laughs> he didn't. That's just that's just the guy in me, right? <laughs> and, and and it's crazy because I'm just I'm just programmed to bring everybody along with me, right? Right. Can, but that, but, but you setting you setting a precedent. I am. You know, where am. though when they get older, they're gonna think. I got it before and I didn't work. Yes. So I should get it again without working. And here comes, that's where I said, here comes the contradiction within that. Right. And you learn that you're only setting them up for failure. Right. You're only setting yourself up for coming and bailing them out every time there's an issue. You got to be mm -hmm. cognizant of that. Right. You got to be cognizant of that. So that's one of the reasons why we got to, we got to pull back on, um, on a lot of things that we do, yes, we love them, we care for them, we want them to have more than what we had. But is that a hindrance, or is that a help? And that is not just for kids; that's for adults as well, mm -hmm. right? That's that could be within our relationships and our partnerships. That could be within families. We can be so giving to every to, to every and everything and everybody else that they forget. That you had to work to get it, and if that stops, then who is there to help, or, or who is there to replenish that supply? Thanks. All right, all right. So my next question would be: At what age did y'all each get any kind of job? <laughs> I remember like it was yesterday. Me and Dave and his mom and his cat took us to Bar Burger King on Island Avenue. We filled out job applications. I didn't get the job. Neither did he. Two weeks later, my dad knew somebody that worked at the Burger King on Oregon Avenue. I wanted to start working there. My first job was 15. I was 15 years old, my first job. You couldn't tell me nothing. All right, Ish, what's your age? I was 15, got my working papers at 15. Me and my girlfriend, Marsh, we went up to McDonald's on 52nd Street. Shout out to Marsh. I know you watching. You just never say nothing. But we got jobs, McDonald's, 52nd Street. We both made crew chief. We was aspiring to be managers at that time. Just at like 15, 16, that's what we did. Right, I, I'm going to say um, shout out to my pops, man. <laughs> RIP to the greatest. <laughs> um, I had a paper route at like 10 years old. <laughs> so I'm saying this to say, what age are these kids getting a job? They but not. Oh, let's. They let's, not. Yeah, I think that's it's like 16, 15, 16 for them too, right? Not. No, they but, not. They not even getting a job hey, at sixteen. You opened up Pandora's <laughs> box by saying that a paper route at ten, because if we go back, our first job was on the books at fifteen, but our first job was doing chores in the house. Facts, facts. Mm -hmm. We had yeah. to the kitchen. We had to clean the bathroom. We had to do this for us to get ten, twenty dollars, and we mm -hmm. made sure we did that shit because if we didn't. That wasn't going to put no money in our hand. And our parents was adamant about that. So that kind of set the stage 
for us Thanks. knowing that if we did our job, we got paid. Thanks. Thanks. These kids don't learn that now. They not they you I could walk in to my one of my homies' house and my nephews are sitting on the couch on their phone Thanks. while they mother and father in the kitchen cleaning up the kitchen, taking out the right. chair. They on on cell phones, hoodie on their head, beat up on the table. They chilling. They ain't got to care in the motherfucking world. Facts. They damn sure they, they damn don't even want to speak. You got to get a yeah. out of them by tapping them on their damn head. But we ain't never did that. Right. We ain't never did that. We had to before we had to go before we could go outside. Room had to be clean before you before you got on Friday. If you if you got your money on Saturday morning, that shit had to be clean by then. If not, you wasn't getting your money. So these kids don't have that sense anymore. Why? Because we, uh, our generation and the generation after us, they fell into that pattern of I struggled or even if I didn't struggle, I want to give my kid the things that I didn't have. And, and they don't see the balance. They, you know, they just yeah. automatically give, give, give. And they don't see, they forgot the structure or the character that, that built into you, you know, when you're young. So let's stay right here, right this question. Let's, let's, let's all three of us tackle this question in some sense. Or not the question, this comment. Ha let's go back to it for a second. Half these kids don't even want jobs. Right. Right? Heard a young man say he didn't want to work for the government. Or let's just say that the government say, this young man said, heard him say he doesn't want to work at all. Let's stay, I can stay right there because I, I'll tell you about my son who I told him one of my cousins could have got him a, a, a job at the post office. And whereas though they give you like a, a company car and all these kind of different benefits and shit. But the, his thing was, I don't want my friends to see me delivering metal. Okay. Well, mm -hmm. so this is exactly why I asked this question. Why don't we teach them financial literacy before making them get a job, right? Because everything that is around them, around them is so impressionable. Having a conversation and seeing exactly where their mind at helps you to understand exactly why they feel the way they feel. Now, you may say they're kids. They don't deserve a conversation. They damn sure do. You know why? Because it helps you to understand exactly where, they, where they're thinking and you can help them get to where they want to go. It's our job to help facilitate those dreams, those goals, but also to mentor and 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 not chastise, but also help them see growth. So maybe it just don't don't want to work for somebody else, but maybe sometimes sitting down and understanding why they don't could help you to see you don't want to work for somebody else, then work for yourself, create your well, that, own. That's kind of um, that's kind of um. Uh, a false reality because they don't want to put the work in to be entrepreneurs. The the money's not going to come fast enough. The money's not going to be big enough. They don't even see the value in putting the work in and building your own thing at that age because but, it just seems like something that's far fetched. But then when we think that, right? How many times did the three of us fall down? Right. And the moment we fell, we hurt. We felt that pain. I ain't doing that shit again. I ain't gonna stay on this corner no more and get shot. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take my, ass, I'm gonna take my ass home. That's something that I learned, right? Mm -hmm. We've all learned valuable lessons and pain. So maybe we gotta let them experience that. 
Right. This is that this shit is is real. What is what are what is the experience? The experience of you don't want to put the work in to do something that you said you wanted to do, then that shit's going to fail. And you know who's only going, you know who loses out on that? You do. Now you're not getting what you wanted to get out of your own dream. Maybe you spend a block a second time after you fell and you took that loss. Right. Because we could talk to our kids every day, all day about go get a job, go get a job, go get a job. But if that's they, not, they, you know, they want the money, they don't want to do the work. Okay. Mm -hmm. I want the money. I don't want to go to work. <laughs> yeah, thanks. And I want the I want the money. I don't want to go to work, but I understand that the, my job is going to give me a better opportunity to earn the living that I want to earn faster. Right. Right. If I could do nothing all day, I wouldn't. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't. That's just not who I am. But it's times when I just want to sit up and do nothing. And and now now on that same point is you know the patience in it. Like when we was little kids and somebody you might have got like a certain amount for lunch money and you saved your lunch money to buy certain things, they are just automatically handed this shit. Absolutely. They never had to wait. Wait. For no, no, it's just microwave age. <laughs> like they don't have to wait. They want everything quick, fast, and a hurry. They, they don't, don't have to wait, wait for anything. To wait for anything. They don't know what that means and they just want it all now. How all we are are big kids in a sense because we live that same way. We got a lot of people that live that same way. They some you get money. Let's say somebody is taking care of you. Mm -hmm. Or let's say you you put up. Talked about that. You got somebody that's 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 paying your bills, giving you money, giving you whatever. Instead of instead of putting 90% of that that allowance that you get or 80% of that allowance to the side and spending the 20 because you're getting it. Mm -hmm. They rather bought a whole hundred out okay. and, and wait for the next allowance next week to come into their hand instead of putting something away for a rainy day or that person saying, I ain't doing this shit no more. I'm done or I can't do it no more because you took all my fucking money, Russell Simmons. <laughs> I can't. What do you do then? Do you put do you say thank you? I got my no. little cut over here on the side because I've been saving or do you let your designer and all the shit that you were spending your money on in that instance get you through to the next week? How, what do you do? We all do it. So be yeah, our kids. Yeah, no, no, that's, that's not it though. Uh, we all, you know, us as black people in general <laughs> need to be better financial with financial literacy. Thanks. But we as parents we are failing our children with teaching them better than we were taught because we're just giving them instead of teaching them. Hence the mm -hmm. question, how, what are we teaching? And I agree, we are not teaching them the responsibilities that goes into being an adult. Mm -hmm. We're teaching them, what are we really teaching them? That's a good question. That's the next great question. Teaching them. Right. Right. Are we teaching them and teaching them shit? They just giving them things and letting them do whatever the mm -hmm. fuck they want to do. Are we <laughs> teaching them shit? Or are we just teaching them how to just go about, go through the day? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like I feel like that's simple survival mode. You know what I mean? Is what's being taught. 
sometimes the bare minimum of things, just being able to survive, just just enough to be able to get by. And to no, none of to... that. None of that is being taught. You should, not even survival. Well, not even that. Taught. They're not, they're not oh. being taught how to cook. They, they just put shit in the air fryer. They're not being taught uh, anything. Yeah. Air fryer. They taught how to how to order from DoorDash and, Max and Door, Max, DoorDash and Uber Eats. They're not right. being taught anything. It's three things that that's in as in these kitchens nowadays: uh, air fryer, Uber Eats bags, and DoorDash bags in the trash can. Ain't no cooking. People not cooking. And yeah, you got some people that's still cooking. But while you in there cooking, are you teaching your kids, your right. grandkids, and everybody else to cook? No, you're telling them to get out your kitchen. And I get it. You your kitchen is your safe haven and you how you operate. But are we teaching our kids, our our young people, our even ourselves the the survival skills? Right. Right. Can we really survive out here nowadays? Right. I mean, I was I was hoping so. You see, I said just the basics just to survive. See, like, no, they're not even getting that. Oh, they're not. They not. Yeah. Check people trash cans nowadays. You run into somebody's trash is Wawa cans, Wawa cars. But what do we but what do we attribute that to? Like, do we attribute lazy that to laziness? Yeah, right. Lazy. That's what I'm saying. Lazy parenting, but lazy parenting. Right. Lazy parenting or being too busy with your own shit that you're not teaching your kids and you're just uh, sending your kids to school and these kids ain't even learning the shit that we learn in school. So I don't know what the fuck these kids learned in school. They just in there now because if I ask my kids, either right. one of them what they learned in school, they gonna look at me like I'm crazy. Like what you mean what did I learn in school? <laughs> they right. both graduated high school, but if you look at the structure of what they learned I don't think either one of them could tell you like major factors that they learn. Absolutely right. not. They learning everything from YouTube. They learning everything from Instagram. They can recite, recite, rip me out the plastic. I've been acting brand new. Better than they can recite, I have a drink. Do y'all remember speaking of that Nell? Like I was actually going along in my mind with you and and like mouthing with you the speech like. I don't know if they do that now, but we knew those speeches right. from front to back. Like we studied them. Right. That's why I said they're not, they not being taught shit. Yeah. <laughs> they're not being taught shit. So that's where I was asking, where's the culmination coming in at? Of all of us, all of us is at guilt now. <laughs> us as parents, us as mentors, us as old heads, uh, us as teachers. Mm -hmm. We all, all of us, all of us is guilty at this. Grandparents, point. aunts, uncles, cousins, brothers, everybody is at fault because we are raising a generation of lazy, entitled, spoiled motherfuckers who are overly opinionated. Overly opinionated. Like not even they're spoiled and overly opinionated. They have an opinion about everything. Somebody, just a fun fact, and we're going to move on to the next thing. I was talking to somebody at work the other day, and this young guy did something. And he was like, why doesn't he have any recourse? I said, these young people don't care. Thanks. Just look at the internet. These young people could do something. One minute, get blasted for it. And 24 hours later, there's a new story. Everybody forgot about it. Got it right. how they live. They don't care about anything. Mm -hmm. They care about you know what they care about? How they gonna look good on social media, 
how they gonna have a blunt in their mouth, how they gonna be out of blunt. Say the hookah. They got the hookah, they got the blunt. Well, I don't want the guys to be hookah in now. The guys is hookah in too. The guys is hookah in too. Yes. <laughs> the guys hookah and the girls smoking blunts. It's totally different out here. Big fat blunts. I got the I seen a girl yesterday with a big fat blunt in her mouth, and I seen a guy with a hookah in his mouth too. Facts. With his nails painted. Where 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 are we living right now? But it's very weird. So you got uh, all this going on, and if you ask them a question, they look at you like you dumb. Right. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck is you to ask me that? Because you know I don't know it. Facts. <laughs> they face, I'm gonna sit up here and argue with you, or I- I'm gonna get loud, like as if that's doing something. Facts. Oh. Facts. Facts. Now, hopping oh. off of the nail. The nails being painted and polished. Did y'all see Drake got his nails done? Watch it, Ish. With designs. Watch I it, love me some Drake, but it's <laughs> wild it, out here. Yeah, niggas gotta chill. Niggas gotta chill. That's what happens when you get too much money and you just get bored yeah. and you don't really know what to do with. But yourself. that's bad though. Him, little Yachty, they, they painting their nails now. Like that's the new fashion. Mm-hmm. I, I work with a, I work with a couple of young guys that's in their early twenties, early to mid twenties, and that's the thing. They come with their little nails painted. Um, before we move to the next topic, I do want to say that um, as far as uh, my son, I did tell my son like he he was like working a little bit, but I told my son before he even wanted to start working, I told him why you're at this point now that you're in college and you have two parents that are supporting you. I told him that I didn't want him to work. And that I wanted him to fo- focus on his crafts and to be learning, you know, trades and skills at this time while he doesn't have any bills so that when he gets older, he has, you know, more things in his brain, you know, to fall back on. Even with him going to school and learning how to tattoo, I just told him at this point he didn't need to work and to focus on learning whatever crafts that you want to learn now while you're young and you don't have any bills. So I'm trying, but it's a hard fight out here when the mothers shout out to you, each when the mothers keep giving the money. It's, very, it's a very hard, it's, it's very hard and complex, you know, and I'm speaking from a male's perspective here um, because it's just been drilled in our head. Go get a job, go work, go to school, go get a job, you know, hustle, get to get your money, take care of your family. And that's all you know. That's all you know. And then when it, then when you have to deal with the emotional aspects of somebody saying you're not available to me physically because you're always working or you're all you always got something going on that is um, pursuing a dream that you're trying to pursue, it it bothers you because you're left sitting there like, damn, what am I doing wrong? Because I need to do this to provide mm-hmm. this lifestyle that will make us comfortable. And mm-hmm. it's a it's a balancing act that is very, very difficult to um, comprehend and also adhere to. It really is. It? it really is. Is it? For some people. I think that some people take on more challenges than they can handle. Mm, what if it's just a what if it's just your normal everyday? Uh... No, nah, I want to talk about the people who've had one child 
mm. and then they keep on having more children okay. and then they don't have any time to be a parent to these children because they're working to take care of these children. <laughs> that's what I'm speaking of. That's definitely yeah. the, um, a, a, a thing. That's definitely yeah. Yeah. And not to take anything away from them for trying to care for right. and provide for their children, but you're right in a sense of time right. and timing. It's, it doesn't leave much time because once they come home and feed and clean and check homework and all of that, it's not much time and room for implementing lessons and right. plans and all of that stuff. So, yeah, I can see what it could be. Where are we at now? What's next? What tickles your fancy? <laughs> <laughs> entitlement versus appreciation oh, okay entitlement versus appreciation who's the first what's the first word and i'm gonna and i'm gonna ask y'all to answer i'm gonna ask y'all to to take one word apiece what's the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear appreciation ish the first thing that comes to my mind when I hear appreciation. Or not even the first thing, maybe the first sentence, because that could be a, that could be lengthy. What's the first parable that comes to your mind when you think of appreciation? Allowing an opportunity to digest everything. That is being given. All right, that's your answer. T, what is the first thing that comes to mind when you hear the word entitlement? I love this word. <laughs> so it, it this is real simple for me. Um, take the E-N off and take the M-E-N-T off, and let's just stay with title because that's where entitlement comes from whatever the title you have to somebody so if you're somebody's son or if you're somebody's partner or however it may be people live on their titles which gives them the entitlement that's why i always say i will treat everybody you know specifically the same you don't get treated a different upgrade because of your title. I'm not going to tell my mom that I'm with my girl and that one of y'all got to sit. Whoever was fucking sitting in the front first was sitting in the front first. We're not doing this musical chairs because of your title shit. Whoever was sitting in the front is sitting in the front. The entitlement comes off the title of what you are to that person. Mm -hmm. So with the title... What happens with appreciation? How does appreciation um, intertwine with entitlement? Right. It runs neck and neck because whatever your title is, I might feel like I don't have to show you appreciation. Mm -hmm. If I'm your son and you're my father, I, most of these kids or, you know, maybe even some of us look at it like you're supposed to do this because you are my father because of the title. So it always runs neck and neck. The appreciation, even with boyfriend, girlfriend or husband and wife, you lose appreciation and you re rely on the title of you're supposed to do this because of your title. So mm -hmm. is there such thing as. So 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 does appreciation live. In, in that. No, it gets lost in it. That's what I was going to say. It kind of fades away. Yeah. But it's still but it's still needed. 
Right. It's definitely yeah, needed. It's needed, but it. <laughs> does it mean that they're going to be able to grasp and indulge in the the basis of appreciation? So everybody has to understand that appreciation looks different to everybody, mm-hmm. right? Each definition of appreciation is going to look different than Nell's appreciation. Definition of what appreciation looks like to them mm-hmm. is it your duty to understand your mate? definition of what appreciation is so you get it right each and every time or that, are you going off of what appreciation looks that's, like that, that's what I'm saying now that is your duty but people don't take that duty right <laughs> right because I can know what your appreciation is like right. I I mean I can I can know what appreciation means to you right we could have discussed it we could have right. outlined it you could have even checked me one or two times and you could have said each X Y and Z right but it's going to be up to me to then adhere to your way of appreciation versus right. my way. And some people just don't want to do that. They want to stick with their way. Um, and, you know. I, I, I'll simplify this and say, um, now, do you think that you show your parents the appreciation that you should? If, if, we're, if we're speaking from uh, an ignorance standpoint, right? That word, ignorance. And we say, yes, yes, I show my parents the appreciation they deserve. I tell them, thank you. I love you. My behaviors in public, my drive in life should be of a, a, a great um, example of my appreciation from my parents. But if you probably ask them, they'll probably say there it's lacking in some areas. Right. My right. mother could say, you don't call me every five minutes. You right. don't call me every day the way I want you to. My right. father could say, oh. You know, you don't come past every Saturday and Sunday and just shoot the shit right. the way I want you to now at, at, at this age of my life where I'm retired. So so, 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 let, so let's stay right there. No, hold on. Let's stay right there because I could get right into this shit. <laughs> All right. So, Ish, does your, does your son show you the appreciation that he should right there? <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> no. And oh. And I hope that his little ass is watching <laughs> no he does not so, but so, i also feel like that is selfishness and, and entitlement on isha's part because no or is it entitlement on his part it's entitlement on his part, part. because Ish, so my question then to you is what does appreciation from your son look like to you what do yeah. you need to feel appreciated for me, what it would take is just acknowledgement of the things that I have laid before him as far as what I did attempt to teach and what I did attempt to give to him, whether it be mentally, whether it be uh, 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 just, just whatever, like acknowledgement of the fact that I gave him some gems and for him to take, take heed of that. For me, and in the position that my son is in right now to this day, that would be enough appreciation for me. I don't need anything extra. I just need him to acknowledge what he was taught and to move out on that. That would be appreciation enough for me. And how long and how many times do you need that 
to feel for continually to feel appreciated. Because what if he dis, what if he displays that appreciation? Mom, you know what? The light bulb goes off. Ding. Mom, you know what? I, I, I get it. I appreciate the groundwork that you have laid to help mm-hmm. me to the point where I'm at. I, mm-hmm. I finally get it. I understand exactly what you was trying to instill in me. And now I'm moving in that direction. That direction. What if two or three years goes past? Do you need that reassurance again? My reassurance is going to be, honestly, now, my reassurance is going to be his movements every single day. He don't even have to do anything. I can just see it by the way he moves and by the way he operates. I think you do have to do some things. I think it's not um, just seeing in your character or how you move. I think it's because this is something that, you know, I'm dealing with now. So I know that it's important for me to give my mom a certain amount of time. I know Mm -hmm. it's important for me to have certain conversations with her to take her to the movies, you know, to take her out to eat. I know that these things are vital. You know, you're still young, Ish, but I'm saying as you get older, I know that these things become more vital. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I would agree as well. Yeah, yeah. so, and I mean, that's it. It's it's not it's not difficult as, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, you know, some people may need, you know, reassurance, not reassurance necessarily, but to hear it often. And their appreciation comes by form or by way of verbal or gifts or, you know, that type of thing. Mines would just be show me. Ain't, show that, all, me. ain't yeah. that all girls um appreciation Ain't gifts for all girls. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't be no gifts. I'll be cool. I'll be on chill. I'll be on ice. So, but oh, Diana oh. said it best: like acknowledge the invisible lessons, and that's basically what I would want from my kid. I understand. So, my question was: you acknowledge the invisible lessons, but how many times do you, as a mother, or you as a father, or you as a whole, are looking for those invisible appreciations? Is it? I can say it once. And you're now covered until you're ninety. Nah. <laughs> no, no, it's a, it's it's a, it's a, no, it's a continuation. But I will say that um, as my son is getting older, and my daughter as well, as both of them are getting older, they're both you know sparringly reinnovating like things that I told them, and that is the most beautiful thing of all. That's it. Lesson learned, right? Right. Mm-hmm. There's. Mm-hmm. It's a telltale sign that you are, your lessons are now being digested and appreciated. Mm-hmm. Is that enough? Yeah, that's enough. Yeah, that's enough. For now, you know, mm-hmm. for now, because I ain't mm-hmm. that old yet. <laughs> right. But I think even still, T, even, even still, like, they will continuously, with those lessons, reinvent the will. Like, right. every single time they will be coming more they will be becoming more and more innovative more and more like you know successful in different aspects and you will just continuously see your lessons blossom you know what i mean under that and that is going to be like the best feeling in the world like you said it is now but to continue to see it even when you're 50 60 70 and then it being passed along to your grandchildren that's how you know it's job well done right so we we, we spoke about the verbal or the nonverbal community, the nonverbal acceptance of the appreciation aspect of it, right? What happens if you have a person that is really not verbal, 
but they allow their actions to be more telltale sign of their appreciation for the lessons that we've instilled in them. Is that enough? Or do you need the occasional mom? Thank you. Mom, it, it, love you. No, you're supposed to get thank yous. That's just yeah. uh, common sense. No, no, no. Let's <laughs> say you got, because you got a lot of people. We, we, we already established that we've been, we don't have the lessons of emotional intelligence. So that person may not be intelligent enough to understand that if I just pour these more, this, these words in here is going to take that level of appreciation that much further. Right. So you have a people that are not emotionally intelligent to know I got to do that. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But if they are just showing and not saying, is that enough? Or are we, or is that enough? Let me, let's ask that question first. It's based on who you are. It's based on who you are and how you receive things. Um, I'm a person of, I don't always need thank yous from my kids. I more or less need thank yous from grownups, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I don't need thank yous from my kids. I need appreciation and different uh, aspects. So it's mm-hmm. like, if I just did X, Y, Z for you, don't come to me two days later asking for some other shit. <laughs> I'm glad. I love how we transition from taking it away from the children. Right. That's a different dynamic. Right. Yeah. Let's take it now. Let's 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 stay on this track and say partners, yeah. relationships, mm-hmm. friendships. What's the difference there? T, you said I don't need that per se from my kids. Right. Am sure need that from adults. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bring into you, be appreciative. Don't I ain't asking you to suck my dick. But I, <laughs> little, nah, I'm asking you to suck my dick. No, no, not <laughs> I was getting ready to say. Yeah, um, I, I, I should have said kiss my ass. <laughs> right. But I'm not asking you to kiss my ass, but I'm asking you to be somewhat appreciative. Right. Mm-hmm. Let's cover those two aspects real quick. Because I would like I want to hear this. Yeah. Uh you wanna go E? Uh, no, you can go. All right, so um, my appreciation would be um, in the way you uh, talk to me, like the way you show respect or the way that you pay attention to the details. My appreciation comes from you paying attention to the things that I say and do and learning my patterns and learning the things that I need and want all the time. So Mm -hmm. even if I ask you, just do it, like... (laughs) <laughs> just do it because I'm gonna just do it. Like, you're saying, don't ask you what you want, just do it based upon what you've seen, right? Absolutely, right? right. right. Pay, attention, pay attention to the details of my actions, of how I like things, or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Like, if you know that I don't like pork chops, don't cook me pork chops. <laughs> that's all. That's right. appreciation to me. That's what appreciation looks, looks like to me. Yes, mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I, I, would, I would agree as well. Appreciation looks like to me. I don't. I don't need a big hoopla. I, I'm. Yeah. I'm not that. I'm. I tell everybody. This, I'm very, very shy. Like I'm really reclusive. You know, introvert in a sense. And people don't understand that because they see me on here. They see a live personality. But in a sense, I'm talking to my two friends, and I just got an audience that's hearing me in the background. Right. So, other than that, I, I'm real low key when it comes to things. And appreciation looks like to me is. Helping me help us. Facts. Mm-hmm. Right? Not helping me help me. Helping me help us. If if, if it's something that you want to do, if it's something that you want to achieve, 
if it's something that you want to just, just experience, just bring the idea to the table. Tell me. Mm-hmm. You already mm-hmm. know I'm going to make it happener. I'm making mm-hmm. it happen just because of who I am, right? If if it's something that you can that we can experience together, tell me. Don't have mm-hmm. me fishing for ideas because mm-hmm. I do time I do get a lot of times stale mind or tired mind or just mm-hmm. physically tired where I don't I can't think past my nose, right? Mm-hmm. But the appreciation comes back, damn, so I see I see him doing the very things that I know is going to move the needle and just help me move the needle, help us move the needle. It's easy. It really mm-hmm. isn't. But for some people, you know, no, it's not easy. Why? Because they live in a space of selfishness. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's not sure. They live the, in a place of selfishness. That's the word. Correct. Put the words right. Yeah. What's Living in a space of selfishness. And, and when that happens, then you can't, you're not clearly thinking about the appreciation part. You know what I mean? Because you're so jaded by the selfishness and you're so jaded by uh, the what you should be doing and how you should be doing it. And I am, you know, queen mother, you better. Like it is sometimes it just it just happens that way. And and that happens a lot of times in, in love, um, in partnerships and relationships, and, and some people can't survive past that. It's is selfishness um it's selfishness, and I don't want to say real, but it's selfishness conscious. Are people no, no, it's both. Of their it's selfishness? Both. Or is it's it both. I don't think people, yeah. I, I don't I think, think it's both. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I was going to say, I don't think it's always conscious, but I don't think it's always unconscious either. I think it's, it's a mixture of both, but I think it all depends on um, the basis under which the appreciation is coming into play. So if we talking about like, you know, you taking out the trash or, <laughs> you know, you know, you taking out the clothes out of the, 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 the dryer for me, whatever the case may be. But if we're talking about something on a larger scale, you know what I mean? The basis sometimes absolutely changes, you know what I mean? And then it shifts. And once it shifts, you then can't take back the context in which you're shifting it to. Do you see what I'm saying? Like that means that I don't need to show my appreciation for that because that is something that you were in fact supposed to do. Matter of fact, you're supposed to do all of it. That's the one. You're supposed to to do all of it now. Now now what? You're supposed to do all of it, but you know, I might be able to categorize how you do it. But you're supposed to do all that. Yeah, that's the See, one I right think there, that's and, the problem. And, and and that's where it leans, and that's where it leans right back into the entitlement because now you're leaning on the titles. Now you're leaning on the title of you a man. Like, what the fuck? Like you a man? Just because you a man, you supposed to take out the trash. You supposed to go take my car and get an oil change. You supposed all these things that they put on you just because you're a man. And then they won't show you appreciation for that. And they'll just think about it in their mind that these are things that you're just supposed to do because you are a man, the title. I have no lost. Like, I really, I really embrace. No, nigga, that. you should get a thank you for that at least. Yeah. But I, <laughs> you know what? I don't have a problem with 
When I say I have a problem with, I don't have a problem with being that man, taking out the trash, getting the cars clean. Right. Yeah, there's no problem, problem with doing that. those things, but you still need appreciation. I don't have a problem with giving her things that's going to put a smile on her face, hmm. right? But again, for me, it's the very thing that I said before, help me help us. Right. If you know, if you understand, if you can do, do it. it All right, stay right there now. Right, right, you're right. It takes a second to do and stay right there. Do what you the feel fuck you like you disagree with Marilyn? You always disagree with everything. <laughs> Marilyn, <Marilyn's laughs> but no, I'm in the chat. Damn, you always you want to write a question. I said, what do you disagree or speak? Right. <laughs> but I feel like and, and shout out to Sarah that says I do them all myself, right? Because you know, there are you know many women that do, and those things are so appreciated because we do them by ourselves, they're so appreciated by the man. You know what I mean? We we acknowledge that and, and appreciate them but some women who don't do them by themselves you know it gets lost in translation right. but but now fuck all that fuck right. I but i want to no 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 <laughs> get wrapped up in this i do this by myself shit you're mm -hmm. supposed to absolutely that's what i'm saying and so there therefore no, we're supposed I, I, to do it I by get, ourselves so we appreciate what I I'm saying is we take awesome. the moment to appreciate the man more by doing that. It's not like you're supposed to be doing that. It's because we know how to do it ourselves that we we acknowledge and appreciate you for even I doing I don't believe that's always acknowledged. Exactly. It's it not. Should be. <laughs> it should be. Who ain't acknowledging it? It's niggas out here that ain't doing shit. So if you got a man that's taking out the trash, that's going to, you know, take some clothes out the laundry or put them in the washer, whatever the case may be, why not be appreciative of those those small acts? But that's this important. Thing, right? But this is the thing. If you single, you have no choice but to do that shit yourself. If you in a relationship, Look, then I mean, it's going to be Eesh. how it's supposed to be, right? That's what Look. I was saying, Ish. They're that's not appreciative. They're not appreciative of those small acts because they think that you're just supposed to do it. But that's what I'm saying. That's problematic. <laughs> that's problematic for individuals that, yes, now, and you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. You're supposed to do this stuff for yourself. This is what we were taught as young women, how to do these things by ourselves, just in case we have to do them by ourselves. So just because we have a man in our life that is actually doing those things, that should very well be appreciative. We should very well appreciate that man just for doing those things. Not because he has to, but because he values our partnership enough to want to do those things. To want to say, hey, let me, I know you she see, can You do see it. that let shit, Let me girl? take the load. No, look in the chat. Get I, your shorty. <laughs> I, I can't. I'm going I'm to I'm let that go past. But, <laughs> my, my question to the audience is this, then. Because I love, I love the interaction in the audience. What does appreciation look like to y'all? And we're going to go down. We're going to read some of the appreciation um, quotes as we discuss this. But what does appreciation look like to you? All right. Why you, why you pulling? Why you pull, hold on now? Why you pulling up the comments? I just want to say um, my last thing on appreciation is as I'm 43 years old now, my main appreciation is that I'm being heard, understood. And then you're applying to the shit that I asked you to do. That's only I don't need gifts. I don't even I don't even always need thank yous. I need you to do that shit. <laughs> and then we good. 
I don't think they understand that. And that's so, that is so minimum, but so important. It ain't about the gifts. It ain't about the thank yous. It ain't about the kiss of my ass. I don't need none of that. Just do the little shit. The little shit mm-hmm. is, uh, I'm so appreciative of you just doing the littlest things. If it's going to help us, then help us. That shit helps me so much more. I don't got to do everything two or three times. I got to take four and five steps because one step was handled by you. One step was handled by me. Now we, now we, now we doing it together. We can appreciate it together. No, no. Can I ask uh, Marilyn a question, Marilyn? So, if you're living with somebody and you cook, should you get a thank you since you don't want to thank him for taking out the trash? Should he say thank you if you cooked? What the fuck are we yes. talking about? Yeah, I, yeah I, that's why <laughs> I can't entertain that because <laughs> a woman, like, if Marilyn, let's say Marilyn's preparing a meal, and Marilyn, we're not picking on you for right. words in your mouth. We, you know, we got mad love and respect for you, but if Marilyn's cooking all she worked all day came home got over and cooked the meal and the first thing i did walked in opened the pot put my put if she even put my plate to the side before i said hey bae or thank you bae this look good or this tastes good or even i ate my food put my plate in the sink and went upstairs and they said shit to her her feelings is gonna be in some kind of enraged yeah i want to i want to be thanks for that Take the trash out because the trash stinks. So we get that before God anyway. Yeah, thank but, you, babe, for taking out the trash. The, the actual thing of appreciation and what that looks like. And it could just be a simple kiss on the cheek or a pat on the butt. Babe, that shit was awesome. And then not only you that, y'all, this, these little things play in and tap into intimacy. Facts. Period. It taps but into intimacy. Not, but let's not act like we don't need that. Because we do need it. Even if, no, I'm saying let's not play like we don't need it. Like if I got to ask them to take out the trash and I got to be appreciative. No one's saying you got to get on your hands and knees and bow down and say, oh, my God, thank you, King Nell, for taking the trash. <laughs> no, but I'm saying the same thing. I, I'm not even wanting that. That's why you got to know your person. But I'm guaranteeing you, if no, your no, ass no. is slaving over that stove after you just put in an eight-hour shift and I come in, eat the food, walk right past you as if you're not there and don't say shit to you or acknowledge you, you're going to feel some type of way. I'm not probably going to get a meal for another two weeks. Because I didn't appreciate your presence. I didn't appreciate your, you doing something that is going to benefit you anyway. Because you're going to eat it anyway. So let's stop with this psychological mind warfare that we putting each other through. If you with somebody, you love them, appreciate them. Right. Appreciate the shit that they that they bring to the to, just to the table, if it's positive, and reinforce that by doing the same things. Right. Everybody want to feel appreciated, just like right. Lady B said, and everybody's level of appreciation is going to look different. Different. You might need the kiss on the cheek, the pat on the butt. I might just need you you to just be on some chill shit tonight. That's <laughs> it. Could be just that simple, right? Um, Angelia, is there any women that don't feel a sense of entitlement? I'm just asking. <laughs> I mean, for me, I feel like there are, 
But I feel like that at some point in time, that that sense of entitlement does creep in and you got to catch yourself to to say, ho, 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 wait a minute. You're a little out of line there. But that's only for the cognizant ones, you know I, what I mean, that are able to like stop I'm, themselves. I'm, I'm, and really I'm just asking. Also, that. also, I will also even challenge, challenge any, I will challenge anybody to say that I'm appreciative and ask them, well, how are you actually being appreciative? Because we can we can say we appreciate something. Oh, yo, yo, I appreciate you. But if our actions okay. thereafter don't line the up, is not a, a, a is not showing of appreciation for a person's peace, then can we really say that we are moving in an appreciation form at all ways? Because nine times out of ten, all of us fell in that aspect. Because somebody could say, say your, your presence or your or or whatever or your presence or how you moved in this moment. Got on my motherfucking nerves, and I'm not appreciate. I'm not appreciating that. So we gotta be cognizant of the things that we say. Right. We can we can move and say I'm always showing appreciation to people. Kudos. I'm sure that's true. And I'm not again. I'm not picking apart nobody's comment. I'm just speaking on a whole standpoint. <laughs> but we gotta understand what appreciation looks like to everybody because right. you can tell me I appreciate you. That sounds cool, and I'm gonna say thank you. But my level of appreciation might just be as long as you're not working my nerves, I'm right. Tahit. Right. And I'm very appreciative of that. No, I need a background. Appreciation <laughs> level? Yeah, I need physical touch, man. Right, that's your love line. Yeah, I need physical touch, man. I don't need just tell me, don't just tell me thank you or you know say that you appreciate me. I right. need you to put your fucking hands on me. Yeah, I need right. physical touch. I ain't gonna lie to you. Show me some leggings, and I'm very appreciative. <laughs> um, Angelia, what I was saying was, um, I I understand that you didn't know that you act like that until somebody told you. That's mm -hmm. a female trait, and I'm not saying that to bash y'all. It's just the way that y'all were conditioned. Is it? Yeah. They were but, conditioned and raised that way. All right, but this is, all right, all right. So. Are we, are we, is it not our job also to be cognizant of our presence? Should no. we not? No. Not, no. You no. don't think it's, you don't think it's, it's, it's a responsibility with our I'm, own self to be cognizant of our behaviors in and around our Not women. Okay. Well, it I, should no, be I'm, for I'm, sure I'm now. That. I get what you're saying. I'm asking, is that not a real thing? Right. That should be a real it thing. It should but be a not. real thing. <laughs> It's not because I just don't think people step outside themselves enough. It's not even stepping you know outside mean? themselves, no. it's what I'm conditioned to see, want, think, whatever. People, right. some people are in that phrase of a nigga supposed to give me money, right? A nigga supposed to pay my bills, right? Whatever it may be, wherever their shit lies, that is how they are conditioned, right. so they can't even see it. I agree. I agree. But set, that's what I mean. Step outside of that. Step outside of your thoughts, your mind, you know, what you are used to seeing and feeling. It's okay once you step outside of that, because then you're you're going to feel something different. And it might be unknown, uncharted territory for you. You know what I mean? Because you might be conditioned to be a certain way and to act a certain way and to do things a certain way. But once you step outside of yourself, I promise you on the other side, it's going to be peace and harmony. And it's definitely going to be a lot of things that you might not have seen. Right. Period. 
might not have seen, might not have felt, might not have uh, experienced. Like, you know, we hold ourselves back a lot. Um, no, I want to ask you a question because say say you may know uh, particular females that have been taking care of their whole life and then they break up with somebody and then they get with the next dude. Do you think they're going to show appreciation for the next dude taking care of them? Or are they just going to continue to move about how they've been moving? Mm-hmm. Wow. Great question. So- <laughs> Because I'm thinking of it not even from the standpoint of just taking care, like the monetary portion. I'm just talking about they get into a new relationship and it's a lot different than what they were before, right? right? The whole the whole dynamic of it is different. They're showing them things that they have never experienced. They, you know, they're giving them a whole different vibe, and they don't come to appreciate that because they're so wrapped up in this world of hurt that they've been through before that they want to put you in that space of, oh, you're going to hurt me at some point. I'm just waiting to see when. Right. Instead of living and right. enjoying it and just enjoying it, enjoying it, enjoying it. And then if something happens, it happens, but they don't enjoy it. They don't live. They don't, they, they're so consumed with this motion of this hurt's going to come at some point that I got to, I got to marry you against everything else that was before you. And that's so detrimental because what you're failing to do is you're failing to appreciate the presence that I'm trying to bring in your life with new energy, a newness, a new perspective. And you need to appreciate that you're that you got yourself up out of that or you left that alone to experience something new. So treat that and entitle yourself. This is where you should be entitled. My, I'm entitling myself to experience this newness in its raw, truest form so I can appreciate everything that is of it instead of trying to find holes, trying to trying to discover this, that, and the third instead of living and, and enjoying it. That's yeah. where, that hurts so much. Yes, it fucking does. <laughs> so yeah. Yes, it fucking does. No, uh, my, my, my last question on this, though, no, uh, Say when you go out with a female or whatever, right? You primarily is the person always driving, right? <laughs> Nigga, am I the person always driving? <laughs> One million hundred percent. So has a woman ever told you, thank you for driving? No. <laughs> <laughs> like never. Close, man. No, like no. At, at, so please. we got out the car, I shut the door, we locked the car, and they said, oh, no, thank you. Check, please. <laughs> I'm out of here. Check, please. <laughs> and I'm, I'm not, I, you know what? I'm not even conditioned to look for a thank you for driving because that's what we support. We, we're just known that this is your job. It's your job. It's like waking well, up. who every- gave y'all that job? That's what I mean. It's not our job. <laughs> First thing you do when you wake up is you hit the bathroom. You piss and you brush your teeth. Wash your hands. <laughs> brush your teeth. That's Some the, people that's- don't do that. <laughs> but getting in the driver's side car, I mean, getting in the pass, I mean, getting in the passenger side is so foreign to me. I don't know what that feel like. Right. Yeah. Oh, it's the simple shit, ladies. I ain't, my woman ain't gonna call me and ask me, "No, can I take your car and get it washed? <laughs> can I fill your gas tank up?" No, and it's cool because I, you know, it is what it is. 
I'm doing for her, but it's I don't know. I don't see that, but it is what it is. But should we be should we be receptive to that? I mean, should we be looking for that? I mean, not looking for it because I know we shouldn't be looking for it. But should we be? Should that be a a thing? I believe it. Should, Before it should, the comments, should that be a I, thing? I I don't believe it should be a thing unless it's not a thing, unless you don't acknowledge. That I'm the one that's always fucking driving. <laughs> if you don't acknowledge that I'm doing this, then it's a thing. Like acknowledge that I'm doing this. You know what I, I think, and 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 what we're saying to the to everybody is the acknowledgement ain't always got to be a thank you. It right. can just be an appreciation of doing some, taking another step, and the other step could be all right. If I'm driving, pick out the restaurant. Right. If I'm driving or I'm doing this, I'm driving, I'm paying, I'm doing all this, taking whatever. Offer up some suggestions. No, it's just, real just, be, just be available for us. No, no, it's real simple. If I'm driving, put your hands on me. <laughs> you want what the fuck? Yes, I want to be rubbed on. <laughs> what are we doing? I don't mind driving you. I'm driving you cross country. You can't rub my fucking thigh? <laughs> we saying that then. Just put your head on my lap. <laughs> I like to wear, I wear a lot of um joggers, so it can come down easy. <laughs> it's crazy, man. I don't. I wouldn't mind a female driving. Um, Helen, why do I gotta be the one that drive every fucking single solitary goddamn time? <laughs> but you know what? I know we. I know we. I know we read the public service announcement, and this ain't none of that. This ain't us backtracking or nothing. This is just more of an understanding to help you understand or get in a different appreciation other than your own self. Right. Right. Like we we live in our minds. 24 hours a day, 365, however long you've been on this earth. You've been in your mind living with that for your for your whole life. We're just saying, here's another gem to take in and, and appreciate from a different perspective. Okay. Not everything that we say has to has to hold weight in your life, but it's just a different perspective to, to sit and understand. Like, okay, okay, I didn't think about this. I, I didn't think I liked alligator. But now that it's sitting in front of me and it's fried, it looks like shrimp. I think I might like it. Let me try it. Put a little ketchup hot sauce on it. Shit tastes good. It's just that simple. Everything ain't always meant to beat nobody down. I see emojis. I see I see I see certain things in the text that is almost trending like we it's bashing. No, it's not. It's picking apart certain things that will help us to see a different perspective. That's all. When a person cares. They open their mouth. Uh, shout out, shout out to Helen. Um, shout out to Helen. Rub my head, both of them. Rub my head, both of them. Yeah. Both, both of them. Both of them. Both of them. I can't. 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 Giving different perspectives and opinions. This is a conversation. This is, a, this is friends amongst friends having conversation. It's like us sitting in the backyard right. and we just bobbing out. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. I should take it no type of way. What's your, what's your last? What's your last word, Ish? What, what do you need for appreciation? What shows you appreciation? What is your thing? 
equality. Okay. That that's 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 what I need. Equality. We are on the same playing field. If you don't feel like I am like I am on the same playing field as you, then uh, it's okay. Like you know what I mean? Equality for me. Equal listening space, equal feeling space, Next equal time. expression space. Um, you know what I mean? Just equality for me. That's what appreciation means to me. Let's be a team. Let's be a partnership. Let's be on one one accord. What's up, man? My birthday on Saturday. <laughs> I'm scared. No birthday on Saturday, but I, I'm scared because I can't wait to see the appreciation. <laughs> Why you scared? <laughs> I'm scared because it's the shit starters time. <laughs> I'm out of I'm out of my sparkling wine, Damn, and what? I don't know what's coming because every time we get in this hot seat, <laughs> we always crying, angry. I don't know, so I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared. All right, I don't think I'm gonna make y'all cry tonight, but this this is something um that is uh, majorly important i would say so i want to uh first start off by saying um shout out to everybody that um watched intimate conversations and subscribe to the channel all that good stuff um there will be a new episode dropping either tomorrow or tuesday but as we get into ideology i want to say um i have to break down all these stereotypical ideologies that are going on in life and that we can debate about and see a different side of and there's this one thing that men and women say this to each other so this is not just a woman thing this is a man and a woman thing and it goes a little something like you made me this way <laughs> so <laughs> ladies and gentlemen um, I just want to say that my stance on this is that if you allow somebody to change your character, that kind of says a lot about you. Mm -hmm. And you could probably, you know, take it as far as I might treat you this way or I might take a step back from you. But for you to change your whole way of life because of what somebody else did to you or how somebody else treats you, that shows that you're not secure in knowing who you are as a whole. Maybe, probably. I'm just saying. I'm asking. So my question to y'all is, what are y'all thoughts on you made me this way? What's up? Who's that that there? <laughs> uh, I hear it all the time. You made me this way. <laughs> I hear it all the time. And so if we could break down the context of that, T, you know, are we saying like, I am the way that I am because you did X, Y, and right. Z, so you made me this way? Facts. Okay, shift and blame. Facts. I am doing this because you are not that. So because you are not that, you made me this way. This is why I'm behaving this way. Okay. Yes. I got it. That's, that says so often. The lack thereof of taking responsibility. See it all right. the time. Right. It's, it's, the, it's the clear thing of never wanting to have to be at fault. Right. Right. 
we, we don't want to, a number of times, we don't want to hold ourselves accountable because it, it doesn't, it, it, it just don't feel right. We always got to have a reason why somebody made us the way we are. Right. Right. And right. The, but the, the, the telltale sign is you, you did that. They didn't. How could you, mm-hmm. allow, you say you're in control of yourself. You're independent. You, you, you got, you, you know, you is what it is. If you allow somebody to take you there, then you ain't got control of yourself. You are dependent. You're depending upon that person giving you the, that, that battery in your back. So, I don't know. It's, it's blameless talk or blame-filled talk. Not blameless, but it's, it's total blame. Like everyone takes no, it. no. Have you ever heard it before? Or have you ever said it before? Heard that shit like earlier today. Like you say, like every other day. Did you say every other day or every day? Every five minutes. Fuck this. Every five minutes. Nah, just yeah. We hear that all the time. You made me this way. I didn't make you no way. It's like at the end of the day, it is what it is. Like I don't tell people, oh, I'm a monster right now because you made me this way. No, I chose to get in my monster bag. I mean, I chose to to respond. That's why I'd be like, that's why I tell people, if you don't want me to respond, don't ask me a question. If you don't want me to give you the answer that I'm giving you, don't ask Mm -hmm. me. Because Mm -hmm. I'm giving you me, raw and uncut. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. And I think it's important for people to stay in a truth, right? To stay in their own space. Like, you know, and it and honestly, I'm not even going to hold you. You know, it's easy for us to be like, oh, he doesn't like it. So, you know, I have to alter this and I have to be a certain way. And sure, we can change some of the things that we have about us that might be problematic. We can see some signs in ourselves that could use work that may need some change. But when you get to the core of who you are and you start changing that, that's when it becomes problematic. Like you can't change who you are as a person, your core values or, you know, what it is in your beliefs and all of that shit to appease somebody else. Like that's, that's craziness because you are ultimately then becoming someone else. You're becoming them and what they want, like a, like a puppet almost. All right. So um, I got two questions for you. The first one is, have you ever heard it? Have you ever said it? I have heard it. I have heard it. I have never said it because I am one of those individuals that I can stand on any any behaviors, any any reactions, any way that I react. I am good to be able to be like, all right, I'm I can stand on it. So I'm not necessarily one to uh, you know open up and just be like, okay, you made me this way. Like I can stand on my reaction to certain things. You know what I mean? But I've heard it a lot. And a lot of times that I have heard it, it is by, you know, sometimes, you know, the actions that I have displayed, you know what I mean? Some things that I could change or work on or whatever the case may be that might be out of the ordinary, not my core not my core values or anything like that. So, you know, it's either I can change and work on those things, take heed or whatever the case may be, or I could be like, no, those are my core values and I'm going to stick to that. And if you like it, you right. like it. If you don't, I'm sorry. 
All right. The second part of this is, and I'm not a woman, so I need you to, after you do your answer, I need you to propose this question, how a woman would. So my question to you, there is a song lyric, you know, that goes something like, once a good girl goes bad, she's gone forever. <laughs> so is that the basis of a woman transforming herself and her characteristics and how she moves and how she gives love and how she receives love all because of the actions of a man? Yeah. Yeah. If y'all can remember, like when I first came on the show, I remember saying it's like I'm a lover of love, no matter how I've been done, no matter how I've been treated, no matter how people have moved out on me or whatever the case may be. I'm still going to be me. I'm still going to love the same. I'm still going to open up the same. I'm still going to be receptive to to that love. You should never you should never allow somebody else's actions to make you love a different way or to be a different way. It only, it doesn't hurt them. It doesn't hurt the other person. It hurts you. It blocks you. It blocks your blessings. It blocks your, your love and receiving. It blocks the individual that's standing there ready, willing, and able to provide, to protect, to do whatever. Um, and I feel like the person that stole your joy in the first place shouldn't have that precedence over who you are and how you move. All right, so but it happens a right. lot. More than a fucking lot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Every fucking day. Yeah. So, Ish, uh, what is that on the reverse? And, like, what is that as women? And y'all can uh, chime in in the chat as well. What do y'all feel like y'all might uh, do or have said or just your actions or behavior that would force a man to, you know, move in that, in that, in that action? What you mean? Like, what would it be for a man to say, uh, you made me act this way? What What would you do? Like, give me an example of something that, you know, you would do that would force a man to, you know, say, you say made that. me that. Well, you act like this. Well, you know, you, you weren't receptive to, um, you know, how I want to move. Like, if you weren't receptive to how he's moves, his thoughts, his ideologies, his, you know, his behaviors and all of that stuff, instead of being equal and understanding that we are two different individuals, we might think differently, we might feel differently, instead of understanding that, you know, he's Im imposing Hey, listen, I this you not acting this way. You're not doing this. So this is why I'm moving this way. This is why I have to 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 shorty who who listens and, and who bends and you know what I mean? And who whatever the case may be. So, you know, sometimes it's just that situation where it happens that way. All right. So now what happened to now? Right. He, he's from Maryland. <laughs> He's preparing on July eighth. No, preparing on July eighth. He's in preparation mode for for make it make sense. No, yeah, I need no. one of them t-shirts too. No, I want to ask you. Size um, small, please. I I want to ask you now. Have you seen more women, more than not, be jaded because another man made made them that way? Yeah. Absolutely. Um 
Absolutely. I've seen I've seen that. Um It's it's it, it almost feels like it's not it's not a good feeling, you know, for some guys play on it because you'll have some guys that will play on it and say, oh, he wasn't worth shit. But I, I'm this. I'm that. I don't like to do that right. because that's all dirty making, by the way. But. It is. But <laughs> you never but you never know both sides of the story. You never know the angles. And it people just ain't the right. It might not just been the right mix. People vibe with whatever they can like, you know, you get the person that you can vibe with and is it a different vibe and it could be the whole situation total same situation and just a whole different vibe with the other person um and i just think once we find the person for us we got to make that work instead of trying to um find a likeness in them that you've seen in someone else right Mm -hmm. each and every time that we have an opportunity to to cross paths with someone different we need to treat that person that entity totally different than the entities before us because it's unfair for us to hold them hostage to someone else's um, behaviors or lack thereof. Mm-hmm. Right. We all have, we all have our, um, our radars up and we all are, you know, suspecting of anybody that's coming into our lives new. But if you're allowing yourself to be in that realm of newness, then be in that, be in that newness. Figure out what that newness looks like for you. Stop allowing yourself to allow past hurts show up on this on, on, on this person. Right. That person didn't get that to you. That person is not responsible to 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 answer to those past hurts. It's that person's job to figure out the new you, and you figure out the new them, and make it work in the newness of you guys. So. I just always, I, I think like that. Like, that's why when I, when, when, if I'm talking to somebody or if I ever had dealings with somebody, I don't care about your past relationships. I don't care that none of that. I don't even like being asked, well, what happened to your last relationship? It's, what does that matter? Mm-hmm. I'm here with you. We together. It doesn't matter what me and the person before you went through because that's not what we got going on. Because mm-hmm. people try to live in that, live in that, oh, well, he, they, they, that would happen with them. So let me see if this is going to happen to us. And so let me ask y'all go something. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. So let me ask y'all something. And now just, you know, pretty, pretty much piggybacking off of that. Like as, as men and, and, you know, you encounter this, what direction do you guys go in seeing that this is happening and this is what you are coming into contact with. Does it alter how you proceed in any way? Or, or does it alter how you love in any way? If I, if I, I'm, I'm going to be completely, if I like you, I don't give a fuck about none of that. I don't care about what your past was. I don't care if you, I don't care if you think you're fat. I don't care if you think you're ugly, bald head. I don't care. I see what I like, and I'm moving on for that. Right. Right. I'm moving off the sheer will, sheer will of me liking you, me now talking to you, me getting the chance to understand you, and I'm liking that, and I'm rolling with that. 
and I'm living my life with me and you. I'm not worried about outside influences. I'm not worried about who you was with before. I don't care about why it didn't work. I'm giving a fuck about how me and you gonna make this shit work. That's it. That's how I'm. That's how I choose the one. I, I don't care about none of the optics. Because at the end of the day, that's why I said before, I don't show out for social media when it comes to relationships because ain't nobody going to check you when you getting on my damn nerves but me. Ain't nobody <laughs> going to tell you to calm the fuck down and chill when you getting on my nerves. I got to do that. So I'm not worried about any of that. I'm worried about me and you figuring it out and making it. That's my biggest plight. Us figuring it out and making it to eternity. That's my goal. That's my goal. All right. I just want to say um, nothing that you do or say or any of your actions is going to change the way that I feel about love or the way that I move okay. when I'm like in love. You can't change my core. I'm just mm -hmm. going to change you. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it really is that simple. And y'all, and, and I think it is. Y'all run, y'all say y'all try to figure us out. Did you hear what that man just said? Nothing can change his views on what love looks like and feels for him. Only thing I am going to change is the person. Mm -hmm. So when it ain't, if, if, if this shit keep giving me problems, this car keep giving me problems, I ain't going to, I'm not going to sweat it. I'm going to go get me the new one. I'm going to get me another model that may not give me the problems. I don't love this car no less. I just don't got the time for that. Facts. And it's just that simple. And it may seem like we running from different women to women. No, I want to be with you. But you don't want, you don't want us to be because you're giving us the, the wildness. <laughs> right. You cre you're creating the problems that are not even there. If, I'm, I'm in, in, in the space that I'm in right now, if I entertain drama and offense, it's because I want to. Because I'm quick to say, please move the fuck on. If I am not what you want and I'm not giving you what you want, Please go about your go business. Go about your business. It's and okay. I, oh, it's okay, but people are don't don't understand that. I'm all about that peaceful part of my life at this at this part of my life because I'd much rather you find what you want to find. Because I'm gonna be good. I'm gonna be cool. I but I no think some people now are so afraid of of letting go and moving on that they won't. They won't do that, but instead, you know, it'll be the continuous friction. You know so what I mean? If you're, because you're afraid, if you're afraid to let go, right? If you're afraid to, to let go and, 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 and let bygones be bygones, how can you not be afraid of the bullshit that is going to push somebody further and further away from you? Not only that, not only that is like, are we living in fear every day? Some people do. What, what, what kind of what kind of way of life is that? Because they don't know if they're gonna say the right thing, if they're gonna do the wrong thing. But like, what kind of life is that though? Like, it's, it's, it's not a good one. I'm assuming. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. <laughs> we talking deep. We talking left is always right there. <laughs> 
we talk in deep time, we talk in length about some of the things that just like grinds our gears and scuffs our boots. But you gotta put it in some of the 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 the, the most idiotic and, and 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 most basic terms. Facts. Right? If you say to me, I wanna talk to you more, but you be at work and I don't know when to call you, then you really don't wanna talk to me more. Right. I gave you the phone number to call. Mm-hmm. So if you choose not to use it, whose fault is that? Mm-hmm. Not mine. It's yours. I, I I use this alliteration a lot, just in life, even in my own brain. Each when you go to the bathroom, one hundred percent of the time, you are sitting down. Even if it's a squat, it's still the sit down motion. Yeah. Ninety eight percent of the time, when I go to the bathroom, I'm standing up. It's that other two percent when I'm taking the shit. That I gotta sit down. All right. But the end result is always the same. It's coming out. That waste mm-hmm. is coming out of us. Mm-hmm. So that just says right there, we are going to do things the di- different, but the end result should always be the same. If I give Thanks. you something, utilize it. Don't use it to don't use it against yourself to antagonize yourself and, and hurt yourself even more. Don't use those and don't use those issues to create more issues for yourself. Use those things as a as a help to get you what you want. Not and hold on now. Right. Give you just give, I'm giving you every resource to get to me. All right. Hold on, hold on now. Um Janine said, um, I can't fucking see the comment. So Janine says sometimes it's not fair of letting go. Is if mm-hmm. you love someone, it's not easy. You want to try and work. But each right. listen to each other. All right, I wanna I wanna say on that. Um, I'm not mad at somebody trying to try to work it out or still wanting to be with that person, but the other person has to be there too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if the other person isn't there trying or willing to wanting to work it out, then at some point you have to let it go. Or right. or it can't be a thing of I want to win the argument. Are we talking just to win the argument? Or are we talking just to really get our points understood so we can fix it? Mm-hmm. Because you trying to, if you just doing all this to get your point across and, and get another notch on the, I won this argument. And I'm right. Like right. All the way wrong. Right. right. Um, all the way wrong. Right. If you I say think, you care. I think somebody, I think somebody in the, in the, in the chat had posted this or said something about this, but I want to ask each, each, isn't there times where both of you do want to work it out, but it don't work. Right. But then that's when that's, and that's when it has to be a point like, you know, we're great in some areas, but we're just not great in all areas. And we have to know when to gracefully bow out to just say, hey, listen, this is, we love each other. We want this to work. We even have a passion to try to make this work for, you know, whatever reason, a greater goal, 
you know, we, we want to try to get to one accord or whatever the case, it's just not working. Then that's when you have to gracefully bow out and you just have to be like, you got to take notes. Like <laughs> you got to know like, Hey, listen, this is just not adding up. This is just hey, not hey, right. Hey, easy. Guess what? You, you about to hate this one. <laughs> you about to hate this one. Oh, guess what? Um, y'all might be able to just be friends. <laughs> <laughs> but no, see, but now. see, but see. <laughs> come back now. Now get your ass back on the screen. You might just get, have to just be friends. And I and, and and we listen. We talk about this conversation every single week, every single <laughs> meeting, every single everything. The fact that you know people still love their exes and still want to be with their exes and can't no, not want to be with them. We well, just, no, but still hold just, a love for them. We can agree. Case. We can agree that we don't work as a couple, but nine we can times work out of ten as one. friends. I know nine times out of ten. And what what did we learn out of that? Nine times out of ten, one party. Nine times out of ten, one party. That's ain't not there. Ish, that's not true. I'm friends with all my exes. Right. <laughs> T, you are an exception to the rule. But nine times out of ten, nine times out of ten, we we we've discussed this in a whole. T, you are an exception to the rule that typically there is one party who is still holding on, that is still have that love, that want, that desire, those thoughts or whatever the case may be, that they haven't just quite let go of it yet. We've discussed that. And so it's difficult to, to be in that friend space let, because let's, of let's that. Stay, let's stay right there, Ish. Um, that, that's called being a grown up. <laughs> that's all? Well, yeah. Be, yeah. be a grown but, up. I mean, you have to understand that, yeah, I might still want you, but this don't work and she don't want me back. Can you still be her friend now, even though you still want her? You can if you're a grown up and you know how to channel your fucking emotions right. and your fucking brain. Right. <laughs> that, that is not going to happen. But let's look up the calculations to understanding and operating and <laughs> functions of the brain and of, like, come on, let's let's be realistic. That ain't happening. Ish, we're being very realistic. The men on the panel say, I have no problem friends with my ex. Facts. Friends of my Facts. ex. Y'all do. Y'all do. But I don't but there are... no right. ill towards you. Right. 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 I love you and then hate you at the end of the day. That doesn't right. just fix with right. me. Right. But that's what I'm saying. Most, most people can be cognizant and they can stand on the decisions that they make. Others can't. Others make the decision and then they double back and be like, oh, well, X, Y, and Z. That's that's the point that I'm making. Oops, like, but, you know, but, we're not being realistic in 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 no, not not you, not you, not you. But I'm just saying, people in general, not not what y'all saying whatsoever. But I'm just saying, like people are not being realistic with themselves. You know what I mean? Right. Like I made a decision. I am going to stand on that decision. That's I am I not then going to double back and say, "Oh well, hey, you know what? I feel like I just miss you that, so that, much, that, and I love you so said. much." So and that's what I'm saying, right? Why, if you if you part of that as friends and you part of that as no hate no enemy, why does why we have to make it weird in the sense of now years later, 
all this got to come out and it got to be disrespect. Why do that happen? Right. Why do people do That's what like, I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That. That's what I'm right. saying to both of y'all. It's real simple as grow up. It's right. time. Right. <laughs> At some right. point, you got to look yourself in the mirror and say, I am right. the problem. If I am still harboring any ill will to somebody who I haven't been with in two or three years, who is the problem here? And and you got to look at that and say, has this been something that has not just started now? Is this something that could have reared this ugly head when we were together? Mm -hmm. How And how can I fix that? How can I do myself a, a justice and fix this, with this flaw that's in me if right. I have to have an issue with somebody I haven't been in a relationship with for years that we moved as friends and we've been moving as friends ever since. But now we now and now it becomes sticky regardless of whatever the case may be. Yeah. Right? Like I like right now, I keep changing my damn head. I feel like I'm you know what? Now <laughs> I am like, what is up with these wardrobe changes? Should I have another fucking shirt? Where's my head? Where <laughs> listen, hold up, hold up. <laughs> Hold up. Wait a what is happening right now? <laughs> Hold up. Because, I mean, now making me feel fucking inadequate. <laughs> like, now it's making me feel fucking inadequate. Hold up. Hold up. Because now that's I ain't what you with that. That's the, um, that's the nervousness of me. It's just, I got to be doing something. But, <laughs> it, it, again, as I was saying, I don't part with anyone as an enemy. Right. You st if, if you still in my life and we cordial, that means because I care. Right. I just don't write people off just because it's 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 it's, it's the popular thing to do because it's, it's trending on social media today. I I I, just, I don't have that type of. Some people don't know how to do that now, but, and that's and that's what's they, that's they, what's but, that's what's problematic. How to do that you know what i'm what i want to implore you to do get in front of your feelings and figure it the fuck out so if you don't mm -hmm. know how to be that person's friend then go to them and say i want to be your lover because it's clear that right. you don't want to be just their friend just their friend it's right. clear that you want to be more than just their person's friend and you don't know how to live with that. Like why, that why can't you be both though but you can <laughs> but but i'm saying this but some people don't know how to visit that and say that. Some people don't know how to visit that and say that. They're allowing their emotions to overrun them instead of saying, I want to be with you. Let's no. figure it out and make it happen. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, why can't you still want to be with somebody, but they don't want to be with you? Now you understand that, and now you can just be their friend. Why can't you do that? You can <laughs> it would be easy too, but then it's either bruised ego, bruised heart. It's it's something. It's something. What the fuck is the bruise? Who hit you? <laughs> like, or why can't it be tally it up? Or and why? Watch. Okay. Or why can't it be? Let me fix me. I. This is clearly where I want to be. So let me go back and get what I want. I don't know how to sit in the background and scream, oh, I want this. Why I do y'all have so much I don't, hurt? Why I got to so go hurt? get it. It's very so Why easy. So much what? Why is it so much hurt? Like, <laughs> they saying that's I mean, so you know, we can't, we can't hurt. ever, we can't ever, I guess, is difficult to judge 
how people, you know, feel, how they take a breakup, how they take a separation, right. how they take Eesh. living without somebody, Eesh. especially somebody that they have connections to or Eesh. that they built with. I know? understand that for a limited amount of time. That's not forever. <laughs> right. But see, here's the thing. Even if it's years after and that person is still, still feeling that. Hurt? Why are you that still means, That means that they're not please, processing please. Can we it. stay right there? Why right. are you still hurt? It's been five fucking years. Why are you right. still hurt? Because that individual is not being honest with themselves. They're not processing. They're not dealing with okay. it. If you're not and that's okay. If you're no, not it's not okay. No, <laughs> I mean I understand it's not okay because you're obviously you're you're you know you you might be entangled in other things, but you have to then face reality and deal with the fact that you are still possibly in love or you need then to deal with get the motherfucker that you in love with. <laughs> Why you? Why Thanks. you? Why you? Hurting? I agree. I agree. You're doing your totally disservice by they're planning your own. But some people feel like they can them. go get right. her. Go right. get but, it. But some people feel like no, that they can that they can maneuver around it. That that is not what is meant for them. So they're going to try to sweep those feelings under the rug, or they're going to try to bypass those feelings. Or That's the case their problem. Right. Their <laughs> problem is they think they know it the fuck all and they don't. Not even the right. fact that you think and you know it all. It's the fact that yes, you are allowed to be hurt, but not forever. <laughs> what the right. Fuck? right. But I mean, it, it just, it just goes to show you like when those type of things happen or you see those type of things that that individual just hasn't moved past that situation or whatever the case may be. And, and, you know, you gotta, I don't know if you allow them space to do that. If you, right. What, what do you do in that yeah. case? I don't know. But it just, I think the person then at that point has to question themselves in regards to, hey, what is it that I am wanting here? Like Nell said, well, if that's what you want, then go get it. But go then, say it. Go then, do it. Go get it. Right. You got to make sure your behavior is changed. Facts. That that too. Like how that too. you want this back, but what behaviors have you changed to show that this is what you want? Hell, somebody's right. questioning you. <laughs> Everybody not going to shoot they shot and risk getting rejected. What the That's fuck? a part I, of I life. Y'all know how many times guys get rejected? Every day. <laughs> I get it. But I think that's the chance that you take in love. Period. <laughs> you got to be true to your... Right. But you got to be true to your feelings. That's the risk but, that you but, take but, in love. I, I, let, let's keep it a fun. Let's keep it a bang, right? Let's say I had somebody in my life. Hypothetical. Let's say I had somebody in my life and, 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 and it didn't work out. I, I recognized the error in my ways and I fixed my shit and I came back to him and just said, hey, I'm, I, I miss you. I've been thinking about you. I want to correct the. I want to I want us to have changed behavior. Right. I want us to do this differently this time. And that person says, you know what? It sounds good. I miss you, too. But I've moved on. What is I ain't going to get up there and blame them on media <laughs> and kill them and then be mad at them. I am going to be like, okay, because at the end of the day, I can't, I can't hold them hostage for that. Right, right, right. That's understandable. Yeah, it's that's understandable for everybody. I know, but no, you know, sometimes the the heart has no. No rhyme or reason at times. Yes, it's not, 
No, it doesn't. It doesn't. And yes, that might not mean I'm not you hurt think, that they moved right. on, but I gotta pick myself up and, and go right. and, and keep on going for my and also for the respect <laughs> of them, right? I totally agree. Totally agree. But or what I will two, say, or two, I'm sorry to cut you off, or that's two, okay. you put it out there. You let them right. digest it. And if they want to move, then they move when they come back to move. If you right. say, hey, I miss you. I've been thinking about you. I want us to figure this and work this out. You can't expect for them to say in two seconds after you said that, all right, cool, let's do it. If they right. say, no, I'm cool. or But you got to let them have that time to figure it right. out for themselves and then come back and be like, offer still on the table? Because I've been right. thinking about you. Can we figure this out? And now figuring it the fuck out. Right. And I'm and I'm definitely going to co-sign you on that now for sure. But first, first, <laughs> you got to have a person that's going to be honest with themselves. That's why but I said grow up. To get to that point. That is <laughs> a, a, a magnificent Dude, point now. Each, that's why I, I, I said grow up. You and I all that. But that first has to lay basis to an individual that's going to be real with themselves. That's why we say we don't kill people over here. I'm right. not and, and that's why I said grow up. Yeah, it's time to. At some point, we gotta grow up and say. At some point, we gotta at, fucking grow up. Because grown ups, everybody, like grown ups, yeah. understand the error in their ways, and hopefully they correct them, know, right? Because not all the time are we mature in all aspects of our lives. We could be the grownest person in the fucking world, but immature in some in some sense and aspects. But right. then the light bulb goes off. Exactly. <laughs> the light bulb goes off, and you say. Damn, I need to fix me. Cause I see that the, this me ain't that me for that person. Let mm -hmm. me get my shit together so we can be back together. And right. you know what? You approach the person, they say, Yay, congratulations. They say, No, I ain't writing you off. I'm giving you the opportunity to call me back and say, Yo, we could do this two, three months from now. I don't know. We've never. Yes. But right. know how to live in this space of, oh my God, I can't get on this thing. Oh my God, I can't <laughs> the next relationship I'm in. I gotta, I ain't got time for that shit. I ain't got time to run to the internet and, and, and blast every. That shit's weak. We call ourselves adults and we do yeah. all this shit. Well, um, I, yeah. I, I just want to wrap this up and say, um, I wrap this up. I like this for you. <laughs> right now, <laughs> this is ideology. Man. I just, I just want to wrap this up and say, to say you made me this way is like a cop out and an excuse. And mm -hmm. for you to allow somebody to change who you are as a person, who you are, your character, who you are you know, emotionally and all the above. You don't know who you are. Take some time and learn yourself and learn who you are and what you want and what you need and all the above. Learn who you are and stop putting it on everybody else. Don't just learn who you are in two days. Learn to fuck who you yeah. are. <laughs> yes, and that was the profit. That wasn't the shit started. Yeah. That was the profit. <laughs> laying oh, them jumps. Yeah, like two days and be like, I know myself, I'm good. But then it just it gives weird and just be it's, yeah, it gives weird, it gives confused now. It gives just all like mind blown, unsense of minds <laughs> emoji. What's up now? What's going on? So it's on, it's on you. <laughs> it's 
motherfucker up the night, huh? So <laughs> I guess God says stay home. You ain't got to go on that trip because we talking tonight. So um, as I said before, I make it make sense. Um, Nell presents make it make sense. This is the the book coming out soon, but the show is premiering July eighth. Um, we got a lot of beautiful things going on. My first guest is tapped in. We already told you who that's going to be. Um, we've got the incomparable, the the amazing, the beautiful Karen D. Nell sitting down with Nell, um, and we're gonna make it make sense. We're gonna tackle a lot of the, the topics that you know has been on the brain. We're gonna talk about some things that um, she got going on, we got going on. And we're just going to get into the meat and potatoes. And this is something that's going to um, be happening at least once or twice. Well, at least right now and twice a month. And it could be a weekly thing going forward. But Make It Make Sense will be premiering July 8th. That is actually my born day. So that is next Saturday. So be on the lookout for that. Um, so I, I appreciate and thank everybody for doing that. Um, other than that, this is where we use this time to talk about a number of different topics. And one of the different topics that's out there in the world right now is the NBA. The NBA is doing its thing. I know we typically have Game Seven for this this situation right here. Game Seven is on its um on its break, um waiting for the next NBA season to take shape. Um and then we'll be seeing the guys um, Mike and T doing their one two thing. But the NBA is doing its thing. Um, free agency has hit the NBA world. And people are moving around um, like nobody's business. Hopefully your team got the player that has been looking for or, um, you know, is in prime position to add a nice little piece. I know T's team, the Phoenix Suns, have done an amazing job with not only adding KD at the trade deadline last season, but also adding another perennial all-star in Bradley Bill, um, you know, not too far off, not too far ago. And then they just signed Eric Gordon today um, to a two-year deal. So it looks like the Phoenix Suns are, are primed to make a nice little run in the NBA this season. Um, the Golden State Warriors, they added Chris Paul. Chris Paul was traded from Phoenix to Washington and from Washington over to Golden State. So you now have Chris Paul, Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Draymond Green just re-upped for another four years and whoever their center is going to be. So that's going to be a formidable team. A little older, but those guys um, have been together for a long time and they know how to win. So, you know, they're doing their thing. The Los Angeles Lakers also have retooled, signing a number of younger players to, to put around um, LeBron James and Anthony Davis. So they should, be a, they should be a little bit better than they were in the past. Look out for them. And also, um, T's guy. This is T's guy right here. Wait a minute. <laughs> Watch T's, your mouth. <laughs> this is T guy right here, Dame Tom. Um, and Dame Tom has requested if you don't know who Dame Tom is, Damian Lillard, um, formerly of the Portland Trailblazers, or a current member right now of the Portland Trailblazers, has asked the Portland Trailblazers to trade him. And the three teams that are in the running um are the Miami Heat, the New York Knicks. Hold on now, hold hold on now. Of your 76ers. What's up, too? Hold on now. Um, Teller made kicks on Wednesday. You'll see the, the final four face off. And I just want to say that no, my brother and Chris said that my man Dane was trash and all the above. And when he gets traded, I don't want to hear either one of them <laughs> jump on the bandwagon. I oh. would have put this on record right now. <laughs> That's what it is. No. I'm a, 
No, never said <laughs> English. Yes, <laughs> you did. <laughs> But, but if he if he brings his ass to the Sixers, then he's voting with me. Um, also, James Harden of the Philadelphia 76ers has opted into his contract, paying him $35.6 million. What that means, though, is that he's asking the Philadelphia 76ers for a trade. So it looks like um, James Harden will be on the move. So this comes at a real pivotal time right now. So you got James Harden wanting to be traded, Damian Lillard wanting to be traded, also, as a slew of teams looking to um, upgrade their teams and their rosters for a late playoff run and a possible um, dance, a possible date in the NBA Finals. So the NBA is doing this thing right now. We we really, 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 really missed Game Seven because we got an opportunity to see exactly what's going on in that world. But as soon as they get back, it's going to be a dope show. Again, as T said, we got Telemade kicks this Wednesday at 8 p.m. Um, we got the final four face off, so you don't want to miss that. You got T, Chris, Zach, and myself um, doing that final four face off. So be there or be square. Thank you to everybody who always seems, to, not even seems, but everybody who tunes in to all the different things that we got going on. As you can see, not only do we have Telemade kicks, not only do we got game seven, us here at Uncensored Minds, but we also got, you know, the thing that T is doing. Um, that's dope. And now we got to make it make sense. So, I mean, just keep it tuned. Then head to this channel. We're growing. We're getting bigger. And before you know, we're going to be running the airways. Make sure you tell a friend and tell a friend. Because don't you don't want to miss out on any of the good stuff that we got going on. So, thank you again for everybody out there. No, I want to say, hold on. We got to bring each back in. All right. I want to say that... Um... I had changed the name. I didn't want to use uh, TellerMade Network. I wanted to change it to TellerMade Incorporated because that includes, you know, everything creative. And I also like the acronym of TMI because that also can stand for, which is going to be the tagline, too much information. This is what I always believe in. Information is powerful. That is the key. That is the tool to keep things evolving and moving. So it is now being called Teller Me Incorporated. I just want people to understand the beauty of that, right? Because far too often when, 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 when you have someone who cre has created something, they want it to just be what they want it to be. But when you have the beauty of friendships, when you have the beauty of just the pure love of just wanting the best for the people that's, you know, in your life that you're associated with, you allow yourself to create these different avenues for everybody to shine. Right. And the moment, sometimes it gets, sometimes it don't seem that way in the beginning or a lot of things are, are, are clouding or is being clouded. But as soon as the clouds part, you'll understand why we was doing what we was doing. Sometimes people leave prematurely, not understanding the vision of them, their own selves, the worth of themselves, and they and they prematurely break free before they even allow themselves to to live in that vicariously. So that's why we always bring forth these type of conversations on the show where we say, "Don't get tricked out of your spot." Right. If you say you ten toes down, stay ten toes down. Don't allow somebody to move you off your square because you never know what's behind that door that's going to take you to the next level. So as you can see, we all are now booked and busy. <laughs> we all are now gathering our coin. We all are now 
living out our own individual dreams. Ish, where the fuck is your papers at? Together. <laughs> Together. I, I mean, I don't know. I got some of these blue cards. You remember these blue cards now that you said was just so efficient? Yeah, Ball of your papers like this. <laughs> Listen. Uh, Listen, I'm folding them and I'm doing shit with them. I'm doing shit with them. Here you go. Don't worry. These papers is coming out tomorrow. And y'all want to <laughs> when we do our taping, I'm gonna I love it. Have... Let's let's go. No hoes barred over here. Y'all know now I ain't got no goddamn sense. So you know it's gonna be a crazy thing. We're gonna make it make sense. But shout outs to I'd be remiss if I didn't give a shout out to um this person right here. Because they actually gave me the drive and the energy to bring this to life. Laura, who's who's typically in our comments. That's what you know her as Laura Robinson. She 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 is the one who said you tagged that freight that that you made that tagline yours. And I want to give you something to show you that we care and love you and we and we support your dream and she got this made for me and i wanted to say thank you because this little thing right here helped me to go on and finish writing the book this right here helped me to now go out there on my own and 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 buck the trends and go on my own faith and go out there and create this this show that is going to show me in a different light so thank you Thank you to everybody out there in our comments. I know we we we, we seem like we 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 butt heads and we go back and forth. It's not that we just having a, a spirited conversation that's filled with love, and we appreciate each and every one of y'all. Um, right? I guess God wanted us to have this show. I was not supposed to be on the night. I was supposed to be on an airplane flying somewhere, mm -hmm. but the weather didn't permit. The airlines is being stupid, and I'm here with y'all right now, rejoicing. And, and relishing and appreciating i'm appreciating y'all so thank you i truly appreciate humbly appreciate everybody's presence everybody's input and everybody's love that we receive here at Unsung Simons, and i know the other castmates do as well all right shout out to everybody in the chat make sure y'all like and share the video subscribe to the channel all that good stuff hit the live bell notification and y'all will see us asap man let's get up out of here man. my birthday is my birthday saturday <laughs> and I, and, and, and no I birthday Saturday, y'all. No, I said I don't be really wanting no gifts. I just want a little appreciation. Fuck that. I want a gift. Wish <laughs> Make it known. I want. I want a gift. I want. No, a you gift. want. A, you want a gift or you want a cash at? I want both. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Look, look, each it go our spoiled child. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. I'm the spoiled child of this motherfucker. I want both. If, if you, mean, ask, you know, I, I, I'll take a cash. Don't get it twisted. I'll take the cash up and go and buy a gift with your cash. I can find yeah. something to do with your cash. Absolutely. That shit adds up too. Get up out of here, everybody. Hopefully, y'all have a wonderful, beautiful week. We'll see y'all again Wednesday for Telemade Kicks and again on Sunday for Uncensored Bonds. Don't forget to check us out. On all of our um different ventures um that we got going on here. T what's up? Is that Shalomar? Yeah. Exactly. So make sure y'all go check Shalomar oh, and T with the intimate, intimate conversations, man. 
intimate conversations. And don't forget also to our um, Uncensored Minds top members, we got exclusive content coming for y'all too. So be on the lookout for that. Other than that, we up out of here. See y'all next, see y'all next Sunday. Deuces, people.